It's Tuesday, September 21st, 2021, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I'm your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, and I'm here to introduce another episode of the podcast. It's episode 93 of the Talk Film Society podcast, and it's a special episode, so special that these intros that I tend to record by myself, I have uh, two special guests, um, boys. It's it's the boys, I like to call them. It's Dylan Jones and James Barrett from Steve and Destroy. Uh, Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Okay, you you guys sound exactly the same. Uh, uh, Dylan, can you say hello? Hello. Okay, uh, James, can you say hello? Hello. (laughs) All right. So that's the kind of energy we're bringing on this episode. Um, let me quickly say, oh God, it doesn't matter the length. Let me just say what's happening here. So this episode is the Under Siege commentary episode. Okay. Originally intended to be on the Patreon for Talk Film Society, but I said, you know what? Uh, why not push this to the main feed? Why not make this a mainline Talk from Society podcast episode? Why not? And also, I had nothing else in the docket, so this had to come out sometime. Um, and and then and then I, I was listening through it. Uh, it's funny. Um, I've gone on record already saying this might be the most unhinged episode of podcasting I've ever done. Um, and it just so happens I had these two uh, on the line earlier for a quick meeting for something we're working on. I don't want to say what it is. And I said, you know what? Why not? Let's just record this intro together uh, and make this even more special, an even more special episode. So that's what's going on. That's why Dylan and James are here in the intro. And that's why you'll hear them later when we try to record an Under Siege commentary. I have some questions for you guys. Uh, Let me start with James. James? Hello. Okay, you can stop it. Please, for the love of God, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) James, what do you remember about this Under Siege commentary we recorded on July 1st, 2021? Um, Well, I don't want to give away any of the classic uh, twists and reveals throughout the episode. Oh, yes. But, um, you know, fundamentally, not very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it, 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 I should say I uh, I want to keep hidden the surprises here in this episode because it takes some turns. Okay, the first turn being, do we actually record the commentary? Because the first twenty minutes of this episode is Dylan trying to load up a file or try to figure out a way to play under siege, uh, even though we were already. Ooh, I, f- I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that that happened. Yeah, so Dylan, next question is for you. What do you remember from the Under Siege commentary we recorded months ago? Well, I suppose, you know, I I, I don't know what uh, what what's going to get me in hot water here for for reveals and 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 things like that. But I I recall getting home from from work at uh, you know whatever it was about ten o'clock uh, and hoping that uh the liquor stores were still open um and they and let's just say they were and that that is my main memory from uh from this episode of steven uh whatever it is Society. <laughs> uh, uh, next question is have you been drinking tonight are you okay no 
No, you know what? Stone Cold Sober. Okay, right good. Now. Good. Very happy for you. Especially after listening Thank back you. to this episode uh, where... Oh, good. <laughs> Actually, we were we were. That all I don't drinking. remember. So that's yeah. that's uh, yeah, that's that's menacing. We were all drinking. That's why this is especially unhinged. Um, uh, there's a moment when Dylan, you were uh, reading, or maybe reciting from memory. I don't know the plot of the client, um, and <laughs> um, I. Uh, listeners, you'll hear me laughing. Maybe one of the lar- hardest laughs I've ever laughed on a, on a podcast. As Dylan is going through the plot of the client and also his childhood memories of watching the client. Um, so, yeah, that happened. <laughs> wow. That's one thing. I genuinely don't remember that. <laughs> so I like. I wonder if I was reciting the client from memory because I don't know if I could do it now. But maybe that night I could. You know, maybe something came over me and I was able to just recall the plot of the client. Or everything Dylan said was just blatantly wrong. <laughs> maybe it's completely not what that movie's about. And, and because and because of my state in that episode, I don't ever plan to listen to it. Okay. Uh, so so somebody will have to message us at one of our emails and uh, tell me if I recited the plot of the client correctly. Yeah. I, and I, I do believe on this episode. Uh, somewhere in the beginning I said hey we can go as crazy as we want because only Patreon listeners will be listening to this <laughs> so just just so uh, Marcelo, you'll be so, here so you lied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a liar. So, uh, so you peppered us up, you got us drunk, and then you got us crazy, <laughs> and now you're gonna put us on your mainline podcast. Yes. This is this is betrayal of the highest order. Where where we 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 went from a dozen people listening to uh, uh, a handful of dozens. Two now. dozen. <laughs> Two dozen. <laughs> God, I didn't have the heart. Um, <laughs> It's at least like five dozen, okay, on a good day, okay? But still. You know what? I respect that. Yeah. Dylan. Yeah, what's up, buddy? I think Marcelo knew we were going to ask for some of that Patreon money. (laughs) And that's why he's putting it on the main feed. Yeah, because people were going to hear about what we did that night, and they were going to... I think he's on to us. Yeah, they they were going to raise a lot of money and try to give it to us now before we wrap up i have to do some plugs patreon.com slash talk film society go there get some special bonus episodes all that money go to the website uh does it go to me i'll never say um but you can find a lot of great content there you cannot find the under siege commentary there you have to listen to it here on the main feed so um but there's an equally unhinged or maybe not as unhinged because this one went off the rails uh commentary with me and marcus serving uh we did paul blart we did that one michael shannon a Christmas movie that was insane. That's on there. Um, Pottersville. Yeah, we did Pottersville. We did a Pottersville commentary. So. Well. What? What, James? I didn't say anything. Oh, I, I thought you, I, th- I heard. I thought I heard you say well. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Let me move on. Yes, we did a Pottersville we'll commentary. We'll check the tape on that. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Why gonna... <laughs> would I have said that if I had absolutely nothing to follow it up? With? That's why I paused yeah. and said, "Do you have something?" Because I heard a well. <laughs> all right, all right. If you guys are gonna grill me, I said well. You did. I, I, I did. I said well. I just didn't have anything else to say. All right. Just, just shows you. Uh, who should be talking right now? So that's the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is this, okay. This is also has this has gone off the rails. I'm gonna edit this to a point. So let, let me go back, and that's what you can find on the Patreon. Yes, there's a Pottersville commentary. Yeah, James, do you have anything to say about that? I just want to add that um, Pottersville is a lot of fun, and I think the only thing that would make it more fun is listening to the Patreon exclusive. Exactly. DMS Thank you. Commentary. Thank you. And that only took one take. Didn't have to say it again. Um, Dylan, do you have anything to say about the Patreon? I think that, that you know there's a lot of good people over there, <laughs> and uh, I'm proud of them. <laughs> Good. Very diplomatic. Um, all right. So before we wrap up, oh, you know what? Let's do. Let's. Uh, uh, how about plugs for you guys, Dylan? Do you have anything you want to plug where people listening, where they can find you or what you're doing online? Uh, maybe there's a podcast that you host with somebody <sighs> that you want to talk about. Uh, now's your chance, Dylan. You go first. Um, you know, listen to Stephen Destroy, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, have a lot of fun. I'm going to plug fun tonight. I think that, uh, people should have, have some and they should listen to Steven destroy. Those are my plugs. Solid, solid. James, can you top that? Um, I just, I want to kind of build off of what my friend Dylan said. I want to plug Steven destroy and, uh, the act of blaring Steven Destroy while going 100 miles down a winding back road. That's what I'd like to plug tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Um, and I like that we've gone this far and not really talked about why we did an Under Siege commentary. It's because Steven... Sorry. It's because Steve's... What's his name? Stevie... Stevie Seagal? Steve Seagal? Stewie. Stewie Seagal? What's his name? Steven Seagal is in Under Siege, and you're the host of Steven Destroy, and I figured it'd be fun to do a commentary for Under Siege. And that's what we're going to listen to here in a bit. Um, maybe, But before that, uh, this... this this uh, this segment I've been doing for the last few weeks. I'm going to do it again. Uh, hey, what have I been watching that's pretty good that I can talk about for like a minute here on the intro of, of, of the podcast? Uh, I'm going to toss it to you guys first, though. Okay. I, I, this is, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, surprising you with this question. I talked to you be, uh, before we recorded about this. So, Dylan, why don't you go first? Uh, what's the last good movie that you saw that you can recommend? I don't know, man. So here's the thing. I like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like you guys. All right. I don't watch a lot of movies. All right. That's, that's my, that's my shtick on these programs. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cultured like my friend James Barrett. So I'll, I'll, I'll shout out two things even more briefly. Uh, first one, the last movie I watched that was good was Jaws. And, uh, because it was July and I watched, I watched Jaws when it's July. So, uh, Jaws, whether you, whether you, whether you've heard about it or not is great. I would also, uh, uh, the last thing that's not Jaws that I watched that was also good was the new Netflix documentary about the malice at the palace. So if you like basketball and you like, uh, athletes beating the shit out of uh uh civilians because i do um you should watch the malice of the palace it's, uh they have really great unedited footage that's all cleared up so you can see dudes getting fucking decked and it's it's kind of it's kind of rad and it gets into the kind of political uh implications of the event and how the media portrayed it and like kind of why some of that kind of sucked 
um, and things like that. And actually, uh, aside from the point of just how it's fun to watch uh, <laughs> grown men who think they can fight NBA players uh, get their ass beat, um, uh, there is some really great like political implications to the whole thing that are discussed as well, and I enjoyed watching it. Uh, so, yeah, those are the things I've watched lately that I liked. There you go. That's a perfect answer. Uh, James, now it's time for you to talk. I watched uh, Out of Sight very recently uh, for the first time. I'm a real big Elmore Leonard guy. Uh, Really love the book. And I've been saving Out of Sight for like a special occasion. (laughs) You know, you ever have those movies where you're just like, I want to watch this. I need to save it for whatever. I'm in like the mood for a movie I know I'll like and don't have to think too hard about. Yeah. And then I just watched it on a random night anyway. Uh, But I did have a lot of fun. Uh, It absolutely rips. Um, Having a little bit of a mind blank here. What's that dude's name? The writer? Scott Frank? I believe so. Right? Scott Frank. Yeah. The two first names really messes me up. But uh, he... It's ridiculous how well he captures Elmore Leonard. That and uh, Get Shorty would be my recommendation both written by him both very like faithful like taken dialogue from the book but with little flourishes that um you really couldn't tell if it's frank or elmore leonard and it's uh insane it's just it blows my mind that dude being able to ape in my opinion one of the greatest writers of all time um so perfectly yeah not to burst your bubble james yeah but how do you feel about scott frank's emmy speech last night i have no idea what you're talking really? about really okay i didn't even know he won an emmy i assume for queen's gambit but i yeah D- can you say can you go on the record james and say that you're on <laughs> scott frank's side here no does he like talk <laughs> about cancel culture or something uh, uh, Dylan, do you know anything about what's what's, what's happening here and Scott Frank and the Emmys? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know who Scott Frank is. Okay, so yes, uh, writer, he he uh, produced um, and directed, I guess, Queen's Gambit. He won the Emmy. Yeah. And, well, well, for, I just want to interject that <laughs> okay. I'm not saying I'm a huge, like, crazy Scott Frank guy. <laughs> but you I'm did go on. I'm a huge Leonard guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it's fair. He, he does a very good job of adapting Leonard. I think he does a better job than like anyone except Graham Yost, maybe Tarantino, maybe, but I, I think he's very good at that specific thing. That's all I'm saying, but go ahead and hit me with what this uh, heinous thing he's done and make me feel bad. Uh, he didn't do anything tr- tremendously bad. He was just a very, very huge asshole uh, during his speech because he went on too long he displayed some entitlement, white male entitlement that a lot of people said was t- uh, terrible, considering uh, people of color and, and uh, every other winner on stage didn't make as much of, of a fuss as Scott Frank did uh, during the Emmys last night. So, um, yeah, that's what he did. Not anything too heinous, but still, I, I wanted to point that out and kind of wanted to burst your, burst your bubble, James, just to, just to see you well, deflate. <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's appropriately burst. Um, So I retract my recommendation for Out of Sight. My new recommendation, Ma. (laughs) 
All right, uh, moving on. Uh, my recommendation, I saw this on HBO a few days ago, and I'm still thinking about it. I had it recommended to me by plenty of people uh, on Twitter and in real life, and I decided to see it finally. The Empty Man, uh, a movie dumped by 20th Century Fox uh, last year, but now there's a cult following behind it. Funnily enough, it's about a cult. Uh, but the little you know about the movie, the better. If you enjoy horror, if you enjoy kind of like uh, 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 Lovecraftian horror. You might dig this a lot. Or if you just like good movies, I think you'll like it. Are you saying right now on air that you uh, support the opinions of H.P. Lovecraft? (laughs) No. I... No. Wait, no. Dylan, thank you. I I knew when we became friends like like a decade ago almost, Uh uh, one day you'd you'd have my back. Yeah, one day it was going to come through. You let me down so many times, but I just want to say that finally it's, you know what? it's been worth I, it. I take it back. Don't see The Empty Man. Do not see it. See Cry Macho instead, uh, starring Clint Eastwood, who's done nothing bad. All right. Uh, can thanks, I, punch, thanks, can I punch this up? Oh, actually, wait. That was pretty good. No. Actually, yeah. well, can that I was, punch this up a little bit for you? Okay, okay. Yes. We, we have a few more take, seconds do here. Do a couple takes. Oh. Do a couple takes and then decide which one you want to use. Um, Ma. You could you could recommend Ma. I think that would be a good bit. Mm, I don't know. Uh, okay, let me just try it. Okay. Um, yeah, just try it. You know what? Uh, I, let, me, let me take that back. I'll take back Empty Man. My recommendation for the week is Ma. All right, perfect. Okay. Um, and then if you want to do another one, uh, an alternate kind of uh, approach uh, would be uh, I recommend I Love You, Daddy. So let's hear you take that one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, and I can add something to that uh, that'll make it even funnier. Okay. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. You know what? I retract. I take it back. Don't watch The Empty Man. Instead, I'm recommending... This is my recommendation for the week. I Love You, Daddy by Louis C.K. who has done nothing wrong. Okay. I think uh, either one of those would be Perfect, really yeah. good. You, and, c- you, could do an- you could do another one where oh. you say, uh, I recommend I love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me... Um, and then, and <laughs> let me do that take. And then me and Dylan could do like... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go... Tee-hee. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> you know what? I take it back. Don't see the empty man. Uh, I, uh, you know what? Instead, I'll recommend this. I love you, Daddy. <laughs> to what? Okay, I think we got it. I think I think that'll do. I think that's all we're ever gonna. Need yeah, right and there. I'll I'll <clears throat> listen back and and choose what what fits. You know what works. So, um, thank you, boys. Thank you, Stephen Destroy. Uh, you are on this episode. That's all I can say. So, with that, listen to the next two hours of madness. Again, uh, maybe the most insane thing I've ever recorded. Maybe. It's up there. Top five for sure. So enjoy it. Uh, who's to say what we, what the three of us, uh, what we end up doing later uh, in the future, in a few weeks, months, who knows. But keep an eye out for whatever we may come up with. Uh, more clues within that uh, in the episode itself. Let's stay tuned to the end, as they say. That's it. I'll shut up now. Uh, now time for my central catchphrase. Hey, see you at the movies. No, never say that. All right, bye.
welcome to another Talk Film Society commentary. I'm Marcelo Pico, uh, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, podcaster, uh, here with an Under Siege commentary uh, featuring the, 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 the Steven boys, the Seagal boys, I forget, the hosts of Steve and Destroy, uh, Dylan Jones and James Barrett. Hello, boys. Hello. What's up? Hello. Now, uh, I know people have been clamoring for this. People have been messaging me daily about when when are you guys going to do another podcast together? Because that last one was such a big hit. Um, And they're like, oh, what you should do is talk about the film Under Siege uh, as a commentary. People have said that people have been stopping me on the street saying that to me. You know, they're like, hey, you, you're the host of uh, all these podcasts and talk film society. You're the founder and you run the network. Do a commentary with these guys. And I'm like, yes, of course. Absolutely. And that's what we're here to do. Right. 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 Right, guys. We are set. Yeah. We're prepared. Yes, sir. We got every, right, right. I mean, James, are you are you ready on your end with your with your uh, copy of Under Siege? Uh, yeah, yeah. actually. Good. You know what? I am. Yeah. Wow, we were fellas. Yeah, Dylan. What about you? <clears throat> well, I'm waiting for um, James Barrett to uh, send me the the copy of Under Siege that we're watching today because I've been shadow banned from Netflix.com. <laughs> You've been shadow banned. What does that mean? Um, they don't like me, Dylan Jones, personally, and so they don't let me watch. Um, well, actually, they might like me quite a deal, uh, a, a great deal, because they don't want me to watch Under Siege. Ah. Um, They've, so they're like, "Hey, buddy, we're we're trying to look out for you." They're like, "Hey, man, isn't it like a? It's like kind of late. Like, what are you? What are you? Are you okay? <laughs> like, don't it's, you watch these every week? Like, don't don't do this. It's so Wednesday. You don't you don't watch these on Wednesdays." The the, the algorithm has caught on that you're you, the co-host of the Steven mm-hmm. Seagal podcast, and they refuse to let you mm-hmm. watch any more Seagal podcasts. I see. Yeah, yeah, except for at my designated times, which is oh. twenty or uh, two hours before we record our podcast, of course. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, so as we wait for Dylan to get ready, because I know this is going to happen, uh, w- 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 why don't why don't I get some questions out from the listeners? Uh, here we go. Let me because I printed out a few here. Um, here we go. Here's the first question for the co-host of uh, Stephen Destroy. When do you guys usually record your episodes? Um, we record them on Sunday afternoons, usually. Uh, uh, Sunday evenings, I should say. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so we close out the week with our favorite thing, Steven Seagal. <laughs> now, is that uh, now a weekly thing? You guys have your, your, your Sunday ritual of watching or talking about Steven Seagal every Sunday? Uh, Absolutely it, not. Yeah, <laughs> it used to be. It was. It was yeah. In our golden era. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the the good the good old days. Yeah, back when we had work ethic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Second question: uh, boxes or briefs? Oh, boxes. Uh, neither. Free <laughs> oh, <laughs> balling, brother. <laughs> oh man. This is a Steven Seagal podcast, man. We don't play by the rules around here. Free okay. balling all the time, but no boxers, please. Uh, next question: How do you think Steven Seagal will die? Um. That's classified information. Mm. So it's already happened. Uh, yeah, Dylan. Dylan doesn't want to say anything because he's very worried. He's made too many uh, <laughs> made legally actionable comments. 
That made too many yeah. suspicious comments. So now, like, if somebody does murder Steven Seagal, like, I'll be like a prime suspect, and yeah. I don't, I don't want that. Okay, if so Steven Seagal dies from a brick to the dome, Dylan's Dylan suspect I'm number fucked, one. Fucked, dude. If that happens, I'm fucked. All right, so I'm not going to ask Especially the next if it's question. In a, in a zoo <clears throat> in an enclosure. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not going to ask the next qu- the next question, which is how would you kill Steven Seagal? I'm not going to ask that. Um, <laughs> yeah, We've unfortunately, there's a the lot show. of literature on that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, next question: uh, beer or wine? Beers, brothers. Beers. Yeah, I gotta say. Uh... <laughs> and as oh, a wait, fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise James one with a. Uh... And I'm going to one up all of you, and do the hat trick of. Let's yeah. go. And I'm with that, my thought, phone when I did this. I was really hoping that when you said the hat trick of, you were about to open three beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have at least like six more beers in the fridge. Um, oh, I, I could have gone yeah. and, and done that, but uh, I'm not going to. Um, that would have been a perfect segue into the commentary. But uh, Dylan, how's it going over there? Oh, you know, we're all right. Um, uh, James, for some reason, sent me a Netflix link to Under Siege, and I'm beginning to think James doesn't understand what the problem is. No, I do. I just thought maybe it would help. <laughs> I, I've, um, I've already started the timer. We're, we're doing two hours of this, by the way. <laughs> just, just to fulfill well, the commentary track. You could play this. Hey, yeah. people listening, if you press play as soon as it started uh, tell us how it's going with the sync you know like sync this up with the movie what's going on on screen you know yeah uh, if we have to do it if i absolutely have to i will uh, uh, uh rent, rent the film i i am solving the problem it's just that okay. we have to wait a little bit okay um <clears throat> i got more questions internet. all right uh, here we all go right, well, yeah, marcel is prepared for this i'm prepared look i got a big stack here we go <clears throat> Uh, what is Steven Seagal's favorite film? Um, crank Casablanca. Two. <laughs> I've, I heard Crank 2 and Casablanca. Okay. Those yeah. are the only two movies he's seen, so. Yeah. Gotcha. It's between those two. Uh, this one's a two-parter. Uh, mm. Dylan, uh, first question's for you. What are your 25 favorite films of all time? <clears throat> okay. Um, number one, Above the Law. Number two, um, Under Siege to Dark Territory. Um, and um, the rest are all direct-to-DVD Seagal movies, uh, just in the order they came out. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent answer. Uh, James, uh, what are your top 25 films of all time? Um, well, Dylan you know, thought he'd be a little, little prankster, a little jokester. I'm going to take this seriously. <laughs> Because uh, because uh, we were notably left off the slate of uh, <laughs> no, wait. That, that series. So, now, okay, so I'm going to take this opportunity. Wait, wait, wait. I'm busy, sir. Let I'm going to take this opportunity. No, no let me interrupt mm-hmm. you right now by saying okay. I'm still uh, asking guests on that series. Uh, for those who don't know, I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, we should still be in the Talk Film Society 100 series on Talk Film Society podcast, where I ask my where I ask my guests their top twenty five film, films of all time. Uh, Sarah Sorrentino, you know, uh, Dave Giannini, Manisha Mathur, you know, all of these Talk Film Society heavyweights. Uh, they've been on this uh, on the series uh, so far, and uh, and if you're asking James, if this question I'm asking you to uh, counts as me asking you to be a guest on that show. And not having to ask you later be on the show officially. 
what's your answer, James? To the question? Yeah. Wait, uh, to the question you just <laughs> asked or to the question of the top 25? What's your top 25? Yeah. Um, number one, Police Academy. <laughs> I think if I'm going two, I might have to say Police Academy two, their first assignment. Okay. Three. I th- <laughs> Probably Police Academy three back in training. Four. I like this. Uh, yeah. Maybe Police Academy for Citizens on Patrol. Um, and then I think five Fair. and six could go uh, either way. But probably would say five, Police Academy five, Assignment Miami Beach, and then six, Police Academy six, City Under Siege. Uh, speaking of, what yeah. if we just watched Police Academy six, City Under Siege? <laughs> <laughs> under siege, and that would count, and that's significantly shorter than Under Siege. It would. Oh count. no, it's it's an epic. Hold on. Now, Here's a question. Though. Yes. In, no, go ahead, Police yeah. Academy, in Police Academy Six, Under Siege, does anybody do the burger routine? All right, Dylan, you're getting ahead of yourselves. We still have an hour and 45 minutes of Under Siege <laughs> to watch at some point. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't talk about it yet. How's it going over there? Is the Under Siege ready? Uh, three, it's saying three minutes. Has three Dylan minutes. been refreshing the whole time to see what um, happens? On my uh, <laughs> on my cheeky Netflix account? Um, no, learn more. Let's click learn more. HTML5 Netflix error M7121-1331. <laughs> this is really good. Marcelo, are you? How much? <laughs> how Hi, much is this really lo- good? Looks like you're having trouble watching Netflix. Yeah, no fucking shit, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, as we wait, uh, I got more questions. Here we go. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, James. Can I ask a question? Oh, turn no, the forehead on its right, head. Here we go. go What's ahead. everybody drinking? <laughs> oh, yes. This is like what's in our fridge. This, this is an episode of What We Drinking. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm drinking a Dos Equis Lager Especial Cucumber flavor, which Ooh. is out of uh, the four pack. Sorry, the 12 pack that had these four varieties of Dos Equis. Um, I believe the flavors were cucumber, lime and salt, uh, pineapple, and watermelon. Uh, lime and salt first on is up top. That's the best tasting one. After that, cucumber second best and then uh, watermelon and then pineapple pineapple is kind of weird uh, but yes that's what I'm drinking it's a uh, cucumber uh, uh, flavored Dos Equis Very nice. wonderful Dylan Jones um, yeah I am drinking uh, a quick shout out to a, a local brewery here in Boston I'm drinking the Turtle Swamp Brewing Orange Line oh, New England the, India Pale sounds- Ale that sounds really good. <laughs> I love when my beers have slime in the name. Yeah, no, it doesn't have slime in the name. It's it's or it's it's orange line, not orange slime. I thought it was. Okay, I guess I just wasn't paying attention. I thought you said it's called turtle slime. No, you, I think you heard the word sw- No, it's turtle swamp. Oh, that's not much better. It's not, but you know. It's it's fine. 
All right. uh, anyway, it's a uh, very it's very powerful beer with a very high uh, ABV, <laughs> and uh, I'm on my second one, and I'm feeling it. <laughs> That's good, considering that while this is almost done, Dylan then has to download the file, and uh, I don't know how long that will take. <clears throat> Hopefully not too long. But Marcel's got all kinds of questions, and James B. has to answer his own question. James, your turn. Oh, yeah. What you drinking? drinking... A Five Burrows Brewing Company Summer Ale. Um, it's also local. It's uh, a Brooklyn beer. Ooh. Nice. Very nice. A summer some, ale because it's... local it's, boy beer. It's hot. It's hot, hot, hot. Uh, Very Marcello, sticky. Very how, hot. How, is it hot for you? Or like uh, hotter? <laughs> uh, right now... Uh, I'm gonna look up the weather. This is the weather report. Talk from Society yeah, Weather this Report. Is, this is, is really good. <laughs> it is cr- I, can you believe that people are gonna pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're gonna love it, and they're gonna love every fucking yeah, second of every it. Every fucking second. But you know, this, this is the Steven Seagal, or not Steven Seagal. Fuck that. This is Steven Destroy Energy at its peak. Right here, yeah. And Just Marcella's, stalling to make this as long as possible. <laughs> and Marcella's our mid rolls, of course, are eating it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to hit the mid rolls on these episodes. It's currently eighty-one in Austin, with a high of ninety-one what the tomorrow. Fuck? Yeah. Damn. Why is it hotter for me? We're having a big heat wave, James. Up here. In oh, really? Place. It's big. Yeah, yeah, man. Last couple days oh. been rough. I know it's oh, been really James hot, Barrett but sent I just me a, it's hot everywhere. Sent me a cheeky message here. Let's take a look. Yeah, we're making progress. We're Ooh. getting there, guys. Okay, let's see how long it's going to take. My computer usually downloads stuff kind of quick. We'll see. Download anyway. I'm not scared. <laughs> it's just James a virus. Barrett sent me. Sent me <laughs> I sent Dylan a Trojan virus. virus. This was the long con. Disguised as under siege. Yeah. Come on, download it. Oh, wait, I'm downloading two of them because I'm impatient. Let me pause one of them. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you guys come here often? That's my question. You guys come here often? Uh, no. Yeah. I feel like I do. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Okay, here's the here's next question. Uh, what is your favorite film commentary? Um, hmm. Well, I did catch this episode of Stephen Destroy where they uh, did a commentary of. Um, oh, don't check. I'm not scared. Uh, sorry. Uh, I have the movie, guys. I have the movie. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, my favorite film commentary is the Stephen Destroy commentary of Under Siege because I just know it's going to be brilliant and beautiful and everybody's going to love it. I love that answer. I think, I think we can stop there. All right. So well, here we go. Um, I, I yeah, had a good we don't one, fucking though. care what you think, James. Just, just, just shut up. <laughs> I had okay, a good fine. one, though. James, go ahead. Um, I liked the commentary for Cannibal the Musical, where they say at the beginning they're just going to get trashed as hell, and then about halfway through the movie, the commentary just cuts out for pretty much the remainder of the entire thing. Uh, I like that one, and I, I'm looking forward to channeling that energy here. I like it. I like it. All right, so... Here's the pausing point, listeners, and also Dylan and James, as a reminder. Um, if you're on Netflix or if you're watching it via any other means, I'm hoping this way will be the easiest because I don't know if like they updated the, the Warner Brothers logos on 
Netflix and maybe the older release has a different logo, but it's, it's after... not working. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> it's All not right. Working. Okay. Okay. It's not working. <laughs> Why? It's playing for one second and then stopping. Okay. Oh, Why was... does the volume at zero percent? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's uh? What's trying to watch it on my phone? Uh, Let me just like see if like Netflix will watch me. Let me watch it in any medium. In which case, maybe I can like pull it up on my laptop. Okay, I have another question. Uh, Dylan, why wouldn't you have tried that first? (laughs) Well, it just seems silly because I'm like doing this for twenty. Well, no, because it's that's gonna make it even harder because I'm gonna have to wear like two sets of headphones if I'm gonna do that. Just. Because I, like, don't want to have, like, you guys talking over the movie or the movie, like, being recorded in the microphone over you guys. Well, I just have it, like, muted on my TV as I play it. That's how I'm doing it. Wait, you're watching the movie in silence? Yeah. Oh. I have it on a separate computer, and I just have an earbud with one in one ear, and it's turned down basically all the way. I mean, I Um, could connect. Actually, I'll connect my... my, uh, uh, AirPods to the TV, actually. So yes, I'll, I'll be listening to it too. Okay. Th- by the way, this is all good stuff. This is all in the episode. Uh, this is like you know, I'll be hey hang- man, you, you're think- the one that runs this shit, so it's up to you. <laughs> it's all it's all behind the scenes. Uh, people love this shit. People love the behind the scenes workings of a very small run podcast okay network. ding 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 time to play a, a game uh it's it's everybody's favorite game where's where's dylan's laptop <laughs> if you can guess where dylan's laptop is you, you win a special prize on your lap jesus christ what is, oh i found it oh good okay I, I told Dylan Jones to tell me when he was ready, and he said he was ready. Well, I didn't. Forty minutes stupid, ago, I didn't expect your stupid file to not work. Well, I didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! I your stupid I also, dumb file that's for stupid dumb babies. Why is there blood on my laptop? That's not. All right, you guys ready? Oh my god! <laughs> I might be. I might be here in a second. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, so you, you can open the file now, right? You know what's horrifying about this is that, like, this is just going to be, like, permanent record of me drinking, like, a couple of beers and, like, getting into it. And I, I, like, I, it will be there for me to listen to whenever I want. You know, that that's why the one episode of Hey, What You Watching that I did with Matt, where we both got hammered, that's behind the paywall never to be seen or heard of uh, by a uh, unpaying audience. So, yeah, by yeah. anyone who's not a true friend of Talk Film Society. Yeah, well, Dylan, this will be behind the paywall too. Yes, this That's will be true. behind yeah, the paywall. Yeah. No, that made me feel a lot better actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, do whatever do and say whatever you feel like, Dylan. Anything. Anything. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, yeah. you know, whenever there's a good excuse for me to to drink a few brewskis, I'm uh, I'm there for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I have to go to bed in forty-five minutes. By the way, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, uh, what if we just all just abandon the commentary about an hour in and just say, "All right, good night, guys," and just let it roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, about an hour into Under Siege, you'll have heard all me and James need to say about. The yeah. Movie. Oh, I was planning to be dead silent. <laughs> I thought James, we were gonna watch James the movie in silence. The okay, James, Dylan, James isn't gonna talk. 
Can you open that file? Yes. Oh, you ha- do you have that file open? Um, sorry, I was untangling my <laughs> cables. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was important, though, because I have to keep my laptop over here so I can actually watch the film. All right, hold on. Let me try Netflix first before I watch James Barrett's terrible file. Favorite summer drink? That's the next question. Um, Margs. Margs. I can't drink Margs anymore. Why not? What? Yeah. Um, tell us a little cheeky little story, James. Why can't you drink Margs? And I have a I have a story after you tell that, James, about me not being able to drink cranberry vodkas anymore. But you go ahead first, James. Um, I'm, you know, it's not it's not a particularly interesting story. Um, one night I decided that my thing for the night was going to be tequila shots, and I was going to buy anyone a tequila shot who wanted one, as long as they would do it with me. And uh, ended up drinking a lot of tequila that way. And uh, I fell down and hit my head real bad and <laughs> was completely out of commission, concussed for two weeks straight. Have you ever thought, James, that you could be in a Jacob's Ladder scenario where you died that day and all of this has been just a, uh, a slow edge towards death for you as you cling to life? Well, I got bad news for you, Marcelo. No matter what, it is a slow edge toward death for me, so <laughs> oh, I don't okay. see how it's any Never different. Mind. <laughs> All right, boys. I, uh, I I hate to say it, but there is no way for me to do this without just fucking renting this movie, so I'm, okay. I'm just going to rent it. Just fucking rent it. You have to do that. <laughs> no. You all no, owe me a dollar no. and 50 cents. No, we can't Dylan, let you. It's too late. I'm, no. I'm renting it. It's Dylan, too late. Oh. Do not. I... Don't, press that, don't press that button. Don't press that button. What you want me to? You want me to keep messing around? You guys don't want that. Listen, listen, listen. Is that a fucking firework outside? <laughs> I swear. We're, we're already to f- God. All right, I right, paid for it. Oh, it's, Jesus it's Christ! Flyers. Fucking <laughs> shit. Okay. I think Marcelo's thing that he was that he was just like fuck this, we're done. <laughs> I wanted the, this. We have to do this now because Dylan paid for it. But my my goal. Yeah, movie's on. Oh, fuck. Okay, my goal. <laughs> was to kind of like do this for the next like hour and then just say hey that was it but now we have to actually do the commentary and fine okay i'll just go sleep a little bit later than i than i yeah, am accustomed to I, we're doing it me for doing our jobs <laughs> it's been 45 I'm- minutes after we were supposed to start but now we're doing it I was not joking. For my like day to not be absolute shit i usually need to be asleep in the next 45 minutes <laughs> We're doing it. I refuse to feel bad for this. I, I'm just trying to do what I was told to do this evening. Okay, I've been at work. I've been at work. We've all been at work. Okay, actually, so I was I off know. today. Oh, I was off. Uh, well, you had me to take the whole day today. off to prepare for this. Yes, I. I told my boss I cannot come in this Wednesday, and he goes, "Why?" I go, "Stephen destroy," and he goes, "Okay," and he just said, oh, "Sure, yeah. take two. Um, okay. Well, there's no easy way to say this. There is an ant on my computer. <laughs> so the sync point is 17 seconds in. Uh, if you're watching on Netflix, you're going to want to uh, start the movie through the Warner Brothers logo. And then you'll see the blue logo of Warner Brothers Presents pop on screen. As soon as that fades out, pause it. Once again, about 17 seconds in, after you see the blue Warner Brothers Presents logo fade out, that credit fades out. So I tell you what, it's it's the exact same on my uh, streaming service that I rented the movie on. I yes. will have to say. All right, so that's about 17 seconds. seconds. Uh, if I don't, 
<laughs> yes, yes, James. I just didn't have it ready yet, and I didn't know when we were going to say yes, but I'm ready now. Okay, okay. I mean, this is this is just always stalling this this Barrett boy. <laughs> we're all just so ready and eager to do this for the next 100 minutes. So here we go. Uh, when I say play after three, two, one, play, we'll play. Okay. So we're doing we it go. on play. On play. When you hear me say three, two, one, play on play, we'll press play. Whew. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh, it's playing. There we go. In association with Regency and Prices, Lake Canal Studios and Alacor Films. An Aaron Millichin production. So is this what the uh, commentaries usually are? <laughs> Me reading the credits? Yeah, yes. we're just going to explain the movie. So Steven Seagal. C, and it says Steven Seagal over oh. it. God, the score's so loud. Guys, who, uh, who, what did Andrew Davies uh, direct uh, also? The Fugitive. The Fugitive, right? Yeah. That's but a better also, movie. also, Above the Law. Oh. Yeah, the triumvirate of action films above the law under siege and the fugitive. Yeah, under God, siege. Look at that fucking title crawl There's the right title. there. That fucking PowerPoint ass under siege. Whew, I'm just glad that we're actually doing this. Is this is happening? No, you're not. Don't lie. <laughs> James, are you glad? That's actually a question on my stack of questions. Are you glad? Hey! <laughs> it's Steven! Yeah. Take I a will shot. Say, oh, okay. <laughs> now you're talking my language. It's Casey fucking Ryback. I will say, when Marcelo said that we were doing Under Siege, I was kind of disappointed. Kind of a an obvious one, you know? Not to be, like, rude, but a, kind of a lame, right stupid, him? boring pick. But... <laughs> We're two minutes but, into this commentary, <laughs> and we're thirty minutes into this oh, we're episode. Forty-five minutes into this, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, no, I was. Yeah, I would oh, yeah. say, at least it's got very little Steven, so it yep. doesn't totally go against the very ethos of our show, which is don't watch any of these movies. Well, I, I was going to say, just yeah, go ahead. Did to defend myself? I I picked it mostly because I would assume it's. The, the most easily accessible and one of the most popular. So, well, okay, I having said that, we spent the last hour trying to figure out how to get a copy to Dylan. So, never mind. Yeah, this is beautiful. Well, I do believe that Dylan was lying to us the whole time. I don't think he paid <laughs> Why would I lie this and movie? spend money on this bullshit? I don't is, think you did. Is this Send what you guys do? <laughs> Sorry, I fucking love the burger routine. I think the cheeseburger routine is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. I fucking love the cheeseburger routine, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me for my my uh, my rudeness there, but the the burger routine demanded our attention. There's nothing else I like about this movie, so I won't interrupt again. So <laughs> that was it right there. All right, so Dylan's out for the night. All right, good night, Dylan. Yeah, I'm tapping. I'm done. See you guys tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> for our pick pick for it right back up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So, Marcelo, what do you think the burger routine is? What do you um, think that means? Uh, it's infamous. I, I'm assuming it's comedian Neil Burger 
doing a bit uh, on Under Siege. Uh, oh, Neil Hamburger? Yeah, Neil Hamburger, yes. <laughs> you think he's doing his Neil, classic Neil play of combat? <laughs> Neil Cheeseburger doing his classic Neil Under Siege routine. <laughs> doing the burger routine. <laughs> it's Steven so, Seagal delivering anti-comedy. So this is something that... Um, I, I know I've discussed at least once on the podcast. I think after me and James took like a long break, but there is something about like when Steven walks on state on like sc- on stage on screen on stage. <laughs> where it's like, uh, because I've been doing this show, I get this like, Oh shit. I know that guy feeling, you know, like I forget who he is for a second and I'm just like, Oh, there's Steve. Okay, dude, you don't know how much I know about that fucking guy. And then I realized that like nobody would even begin to care how much i know about steven seagal but just like that little moment where i see him for the first time you get that you know you get that like familiarity feeling where you're like oh fuck there's steven you know um and it's weird like seeing him in a 90s movie where he's uh not just completely fucking let himself go yet (laughs) you know somebody cracked open another beer yeah i was gotta do it for under siege oh this one kind of sucks James Barrett. You don't like what? Under Siege? Oh. <laughs> well, no, I don't. But He's uh, talking I about Bush. <laughs> I bet uh, this six-point brewery Bengali IPA. Oh, the beer you're drinking. Yeah. That's what sucks. It's not very good. Damn. Oh, the oh, credits wow. are still rolling. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is a good characterization of Under Siege as a whole. It's just like, wow, this is really long. So it was yeah. produced by Steven Seagal. Does he produce a lot of his own movies? He does. He does? Yeah. Particularly at the, the later stages, absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't direct very often. Uh, he's only directed once, but he produces quite often. He's written a few times. Yeah, and we we have theories about whether or not he's written under pseudonyms for some reason. Um, but there are a few people who have written Steven Seagal movies that we like can find no evidence of besides them writing for Steven Seagal movies. Ah, uh, so we like wonder if they're aliases. Yeah, I mean it's probably just like an Alan Smithy thing. It's just people who don't <laughs> want their names associated with that. But do you think it's yep. Steven Soderbergh's wife who writes all these under her alias? Was that a a, a slip of the tongue? A Freudian slip over a Steven you'd rather be talking about? Or was that your actual question? Steven Soderbergh's wife, uh, I apologize, I do not remember her name, but she uh, wrote Logan Lucky under a uh, pseudonym. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. That that was a joke for about two people, for Dylan and James. And now it's a joke for three people. Um, Me. The, the person that's listening <laughs> this the far listener. into this episode. <laughs> the fourth pal. The listener. Wow. The oh, guy, man. They're having so much fun. They're just such nice guys, and they all love to hang. Ah, they're busting moves. They're busting moves. Doesn't this make you kind of just want to join real, the Navy? This is just a real era of mustaches, too, and I am so, like, fucking about it. There are so many mustaches on this ship. Look at Steven. He's so That's happy. the last time Steven smiled in a movie. That's the last time Fun he smiled fact. in his life. I mean, genuinely, maybe. He's just so happy to see his boys having a good time. Yeah, however, this guy, 
he's not happy. Yeah. What is this? Is this the dude from uh, 24? Yeah. He's been in other films, playing the same mm. character. Mm. I have to see go through puberty. That's in our theme song. You guys like the theme song, right? <laughs> the Stephen Destroy theme song? Sing it. Yeah, sing it, Dylan. Sing it. Steven. Steven Destroy. That's how it goes, right? Yeah. Thanks. That's the live version. That's what we do at our shows. Wait. Yeah. I, you guys oh, wow. Are, I got guys... an email uh, telling me that I purchased this movie for rent. Isn't that cool? <laughs> You guys have probably mentioned this, but I did not hear it. But uh, who, who who made your theme song? Who made it? Uh, Metallica. <laughs> Metallica, huh? Yeah, they made it for us. It's a little bit of Metallica, a little bit of James Barrett. Yeah, uh, you could say it's a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Just like Stephen and his partner in The Glimmer Man. You guys big Glimmer Man fans? I know James is. I've never seen it. Well, Good that's our you. next commentary. <laughs> no. That's what we're no, doing I'm going to step in for James's own benefit here. You can't make James watch that again. Dude, and the movies that we have watched since we watched The Glimmer Man, <laughs> are you yeah. fucking kidding me? You think I no. still hold that grudge against The Glimmer Man? Okay, fair enough. Hey, look, it's Gary Busey. The Buster. I think I remember us talking about Gary Busey in this movie and, and thinking like... Like, man, he really seemed like he he kind of liked being a fucking weirdo in this movie, you know? Like yeah. He was he was like really like letting something loose. I think I think him and Tommy Lee Jones are definitely having a good time here, and I think it's the That's only true. reason this movie is remotely watchable. Yeah, this is so unbelievably watchable compared to like the shit we've seen the last few months i'm actually kind of glad like i don't want to say i'm glad to be watching a 90s seagal movie because like i wish i didn't ever have to watch seagal movies but like this is if i had to watch a seagal movie at any point in time that wasn't machete uh i'm i'm quite happy to watch one like this that's like got real people in it and like is generally generally watchable yeah marcelo did you watch this movie uh once today and prep for this no <clears throat> okay. Inst- well, when did you write all your jokes? What's that? <laughs> yeah, me and James are rolling with a script, aren't you? Yeah, when did you write all your jokes? Me and Dylan uh, have been workshopping this for weeks. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm doing the improv thing right now. I'm doing the yes and and the uh, UCB playbook. And no so, but. Yeah, no but. Uh, instead, today I watched uh, Brokeback Mountain for the first time. You said you were doing yes and, but I heard you just say no but. <laughs> Listen, please. I'm confused. Uh, hold up, please. <laughs> Question. Are we, are we allowed to rewind the movie during the... <laughs> no! <laughs> this takes place in real time. We cannot... And this is the joy of editing... Yeah, edit- man. Th- this is the joy of editing these things, because I don't have to edit, because we're all rolling at the same time. We're all watching it. There's no rewind. Oh, no, rewinding. he's not going to do it. Don't do it, Gary. Don't do it, Gary. 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 Don't spit oh. in it. What? Why would he spit in it? He's not going to spit in it. Why would he spit in it? Yeah. Dylan, you sound crazy right now. But Dylan, take a breather. Gary. <gasps> Gary? No. Gary? He's not no, gonna, no. no. Gary. No. Gary. A little flavor. Gary, that's not flavor. Gary. No one wants that kind of flavor. Gary, we know you're sweet, is- but come on. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh! <laughs> See, like, wow. I feel like if you're, like, one of those uncles that, like, doesn't know shit about Steven Seagal, and all you know him from is, like, this movie, I can, maybe I know, I can, like, get why you think he's, like, cool. Well, but I of, just feel like it takes so much ignorance to, like, think we, Steven Seagal is cool. I think we talked about it on the episode, but it's, he's in this movie so little that it's, like, a the way that like you barely see the shark in jaws makes it extra scary barely seeing him in this <laughs> movie true. makes him like mysterious and, and kind of cool so what uh, you're yeah. saying you don't realize is, how much he sucks because he has such a little screen know, time and i'm like i'm two beers I'm, I'm a beer and a half deep but they're big beers but like you know i, f- I feel like i like this movie more the second time and i'm also <laughs> 40 I, i'm for, i'm 40 seagal movies deep and i think that that's really why i'm liking this more but i just like i haven't been i mean what are we 10 minutes into the movie 12 minutes i haven't been 12 minutes into a seagal movie and like still cared in months well you're also like not just sitting watching it for research <laughs> I suppose that's true, too. I suppose that's true. Fair point. So, Steven... Yeah, I was going to jump in and say something to the effect of, hey, Steven Seagal's like the shark in Jaws. What, did he have some kind of problem on set where they couldn't let him out? I don't know. (sighs) They they couldn't let the shark on Jaws out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he had... It wasn't working, right? Because he was a shark? <sighs> oh, because he was working? No, because he, was... he wasn't working. The shark mechanically. He's on the clock. <laughs> Shout out, uh, just real quick though, to Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. This is yeah. that was one of our first glimpses of Tommy Lee Jones. He is so good in this movie. Yeah, he is really good. Yeah, I mean Tommy Lee Jones is just a, a really good actor, but this is just another instance of. I mean, he carries this movie. Yeah. I think this is his best performance. <laughs> you wait. Carrying you Steven Seagal <laughs> in a movie is like best career performance tier work, honestly. I was just uh, fooling around, I promise. What, what would you consider Tom Lee Jones' best performance? Um... Uh, that I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm Two Face and Batman. <laughs> oh, here's a good uh, ass shot of Gary Busey, of course. Such a uh, such a weird part of these movies. Yeah, this one is Mustache. unpleasantly horny. That's true. Um, I'm looking through his filmography to make sure I don't forget anything. My immediate go-to is the obvious stupid person answer of no country for old men um, he is great in that i was i was being ironic when i said stupid person guys relax don't send the tweets don't send the emails <laughs> i uh, i mean th- that would be a pretty classic james barrett take <laughs> to just <laughs> to just hate a movie that people like <laughs> i don't hate it i said it was <laughs> i said Wait, it was my go-to what answer are, for what best just make fun of people for liking a popular movie what are some other examples that uh that you know where james has made fun of popular movies dylan what are examples um james barrett is a noted hater an unapologetic no caveat he has never made a qualifying statement about it james barrett fucking hates citizen kane 
Is that true, That's James? Not... Yeah, it just has so many white people. <laughs> All right, fair. You know what? Just, you know, good. Wow, James good really stance. turned that on me, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. It's not 1930 anymore. Hey, man. Um, That's no, I, I don't first know what Dylan's school. talking about. He's trying to frame me. I love I No Country for Old Men. I said it was my go-to for his best performance. It was just kind of obvious. Well, and my I will go-to admit, is Batman Forever. I don't like being obvious. It would be in my nature to not say that, even if it's what I thought was his best performance, just because it was obvious. That would yeah, be in my nature. A couple beers deep, you're, you're going to let it happen. Yeah. Well, okay. no, I, I haven't made my definitive answer yet. I'm looking at his filmography before I decide. Let me ask you this, James. What oh, is... Small Soldiers? What is... <laughs> what would you consider the best band of all time? The best band of all time? Yeah. Speaking of which, Tommy Jones is right now on stage performing. Yeah, so this is all... Out. Yeah, this is all connected. So, James... James, answer this seriously. I need to know the answer. The best band of all time. I this seriously. Um... I mean, not my favorite, but the best. Um, and this won't surprise Dylan Jones, um, but I would say The Who. The, the Who's a great answer. Like, like, I would say like The Who. Original lineup, The Who, uh, is fucking incredible. I, 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 I can't give you any flag for that. I mean, I go to like two or three bands. I go to two or three bands. Um, I go like Glory Days, Iron Maiden of like, like Adrian Smith, Dave Murray, Bruce Dickinson. Poor Marcelo uh, doesn't know what he's done. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I'm I'm trying to say I, I don't want to name the whole band. I guess I'm trying to say when Nico joins. So that's like like peace of mind up until when Bruce leaves in like ninety two. That that era of Maiden. And and Led Zeppelin. The, okay. And Pink Floyd. And okay. Pink Floyd. The correct I answer. Say, yeah. Oh yeah, go for it. The correct answer was the Beatles. Let's move on. <laughs> Alright, yeah, fair enough. I also want to say the Tommy Lee, the, the Tommy Lee Jones movie I've seen more than any any Tommy Lee Jones movie is uh, the Client. <laughs> wow. I'm not being ironic. I'm not being like like I'm not like telling a jo- doing a bit or doing a joke. I have seen the Client like five times. Dylan, what is reason, the Client? I, uh, it's with Susan Sarandon. And so I've seen it like five times. A young boy who witnessed the suicide of a mafia lawyer hires an attorney to protect him when the district attorney tries to use him to take down a mob family. That's the IMDb. I have seen that movie like five. My parents love it. And when I was a kid, we would watch it like, like once a year. So I have seen the client so many fucking times. I know the movie starts with like this little boy like playing in the fucking like wilderness and he like happens upon this mafia lawyer who like fucking like clogs the exhaust pipe of his car and like like fucking chokes himself to death inside of it. <laughs> and he's like a oh, rut row. And then he gets like accused for the crime, I think. I can't remember. And so Susan Sarandon <laughs> takes him in as like the as, as like a district attorney. It's a good movie. I think I don't know I haven't seen it since I was like 13 but I have seen the client a fuck ton of times that's why I know Tommy Lee Jones from I was just cracking up because this is the most insane thing I maybe ever participated in um, <laughs> having Dylan read the synopsis of the client while Kira Busey <laughs> dances in drag yeah. and under siege yeah yeah get Stephen's pies out of the oven they're set, <laughs> set in the kitchen on fire 
Please get my pies out of the oven. My pies. The captain's going to hate these. So who is Tommy Jones playing? Bad man. He's the bad man. So you went. Bad guy. You went undercover as a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, look at the Telecaster. Sorry, I'm not going to do that bit. (laughs) What? We're all entranced. We're not saying anything. Yeah, Gary Busey really. This is like the best part of the the movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good scene. It's a great scene. I forget that the audience is technically supposed to be watching with us and that we aren't just like feeling that it's not just dead air. Like, we're all watching together. Yeah. Well, I mean, I might not, you, not be. I'm no stranger to dead air if you've ever listened to Steven Destroy before. But. I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, I, one, no one I else in, in the history of the world will ever answer that with more enthusiasm. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that was the absolute peak enthusiasm anyone will ever acknowledge having heard our show with. If, if anybody hasn't listened to episode 29 of that intro... I mean, obviously, there's there were some gaps there, but also, oh, here's the turn. Uh, let me yep, get, let me finish my my thing, and then we'll we'll get back to the movie. But I forget what episode it was. A few episodes ago, you left. You guys left in a huge gap of like I think when James went to the restroom, and <laughs> I, it, it was like a minute long, and I cut it down to like ten ten to twenty seconds. Because I was like, you edited one of our episodes. I was like, this break <laughs> one of is our way too long, <laughs> so I'm going to cut it down <laughs> considerably. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, man. I wouldn't have done that. that... I mean, clearly, because I sent it to you like that. So <laughs> I, I figured. You. I figured. You know, maybe thirty seconds, but no way to leave it. A minute, like you guys. Just a minute. Left it there. Did I at least like talk over it? No, it was complete silence. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I tell you, the problem is, I will say, it's not just outright laziness. Like some of it is that we recorded them so long ago that I can't remember if anything bad like happened in them that needs See, to come out. And, and and here's a tip or trick for anybody out there who has been doing this as long as me i always do editor's notes as i record these even even now i i put in uh all these notes as we've 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 been recording so i have this notebook where it's months worth of editor's notes for the last episodes i've recorded so that's how i keep track of the madness yeah i've gotten better about doing that but yeah in the early episodes no fucking chance man i have no information on those have you taken note of every time I've burped through this commentary? Brother, I've burped like 15 times during this episode. Uh, I have not heard the burps, so... I'm yeah, just... I like to try to keep them quiet. How many people has have they killed now? Uh, good amount. 
God, Tommy Lee Jones is so fucking watchable, man. Yeah, and he's a hunk too. A little bit of a hunk, you know. You gotta give you gotta give the man credit. He's like the right kind of hunk too, because he's not like intimidating. He's, yeah, he's not scary. He's just like, yeah. he, you know, he's got a little bit of a definition. You know, like he's one of those people. Like you don't like, like we've done hunk chat on we the have. show, yeah, and yeah. like he's not like one of those people that you're like okay well, let's think about hunks you know and you don't immediately throw out tommy lee jones but when you see him you're like he's a hunk okay I like, put together i like that kind of hunk very serious question for both of you mm-hmm. okay fuck mary kill okay <laughs> tommy lee jones gary Busey, steven seagal there well, we is know who absolutely a right answer to this <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, think if you fuck Busey, an, you marry Tommy Lee Jones, and you kill Seagal. Yep, 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, that is. That's a right answer. Yeah. Look at that jacket, man. It's like an Elvis tier fucking leather jacket right there. I don't... Oh. I don't know if I like that look. <laughs> The look of Tom Lee Jones here? Yeah, like the literal look he was given. It was kind of like Kubrick stare-ish. Uh, <laughs> it was putting me on edge. <laughs> I want to put I want to put it past Andrew Davies to put some Kubrick in here. He's See, a talented we're person. The classic, we're getting the classic transphobia here. Of the like, haha, look, he's wearing uh, female clothes and makeup and he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, it's... Yeah. But, it's like... Know, it's what you It's expect. not... It's not good, but it could be so much worse. <laughs> well, and we've seen it much worse. <laughs> yeah. We've seen it so much worse on this show in the past. So we'll we'll take the under siege version. Yeah. I think it's the bandana. The bandanas do a lot for people. You know, like if you're a bandana person, it can be like a really big deal for your look. I don't like the bandana though. I said he was a hunk when he didn't have the bandana. Interesting. And I, I you think know what? That I don't like the bandana. I'm not a fan of his look here, of Tom Lee Jones's look. Yeah, he's, no, I'm not. Yeah, he he just I don't I don't buy him as what he's dressed up as. That's true. I, I think that I can't remember exactly how he dresses throughout the rest of the movie. But, like, is that Piers Morgan? I do think he needs to, like, <laughs> s- switch out of this outfit to, like, hit full villain tear. Yeah. He should have done a wardrobe I didn't switch. look fucking just like Piers Morgan. Tell me he didn't look just Talk like about him. about my buddy Calm? Yeah, sure. On the left, Boys, Colmini. Yeah, there he is. Pierce Morgan. Boys, it's a battleship. That's true. To roll it, mate. Alright, so what's their plan here? Uh, I forget. Yeah, honestly, I I actually I know like the ultimate end game, but I don't know it should we assume anybody that has actually synced this up with Under Siege is not watching Under Siege for the first time? <laughs> Like me, yeah. Like if I'm you're watching, watching it for the, first, for the time. first time, you're a psycho. You, Marcel, this is your first time seeing this. Yes. Wow. 
weird choice. <laughs> you would leave this up to me and James Barrett to walk you through the greatest Steven Seagal movie of all time? I'm entrusting you with this. This is a, a cherished uh, moment for me. Wow. Well, Steven's still in the freezer. Let's not forget yeah. that. I forgot he was in this movie. <sighs> Steven? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I did. I did forget this. <laughs> Who uh, who was in the running to to be in the lead over Steven? Was was there anybody also really up for this the lead in this movie? I think there was actually. I'm look. I'm trying to look that up. I'm not going to IMDb. Um, yeah, I, you see our bullshit on there. I definitely think there is someone else though. I tell you, man, it is like so depressing to watch Steven in this movie after what I've seen. Like, I know he's not good in this movie, but he looks like he's trying, you know? And, like, that's so sad. I haven't seen this man try in fucking months. Yeah. No, apparently, they, from the start, Warner Brothers wanted this to be a Steven Seagal vehicle. From the start. Interesting. Because um, I could... And he he didn't want it at first. <laughs> Because <clears throat> I could see anybody else doing that role, and you know, maybe it'd be better. I mean, that's like his whole thing—that like anybody else could do any of his movies, and they would be better. Um, like literally anyone else, action star or not. Keanu Reeves, Bruce Willis, Denzel. Oh, yeah. You could put fucking. John Candy in this John movie. Candy, you know what? And it would be better. Was he still alive when this was out? In 92? Oh, yes. Yeah, he was. Uh-oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> My movie turned off for some reason. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no. This is the worst thing. You guys are still rolling, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still okay. rolling. Okay. <clears throat> Wow, you're missing really important character development. Okay, does yeah, anybody have how, time codes? What's what's the time code right now? I'm at 2957, 58, 59, One second. 30 minutes. Mine only shows me a decreasing amount of time <laughs> left. So how much decreasing do you have left? Uh, 112, 118, one, a minute and 12, or an hour and 12 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just about there. I'm at... <laughs> 30, 22, seconds, 30, 23, 30, 24. <laughs> okay, we're back. Oh, wow. Do you Good. and Dylan need to sync up a little more specifically? No, I think we're good. We're fine, dude. Don't worry about this us. Guy's, this guy's on his knees, right? That's what's happening on yeah. screen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where's the He's cook? Scared. In the reefer. The reefer? Oh, you're a little ahead of oh, me. Oh, yeah, you're a little oh. ahead. <laughs> All right, let me... Yeah, tap, go to like, 30, 46, 47, 48, 49. 50, alright. Did right. he just oh, get blasted? He just, he he just, just fucking got, he died. Just he just done. fucking destroyed. Got fucking destroyed. Alright, and here comes... Well, they're trying to kill Steven, but they don't they know where the he mayonnaise. is. They got the mayonnaise. Ma- I mean, uh, a big jar of mayonnaise and Steven, easy to uh, confuse. Oh, here he comes. Oh, like Out of the ceiling. John McClane. Intense music plays. All right. We love a little technical difficulties here on Steve Destroy. Yeah. 
Damn bros. He's Two of those fucking beers and you're just you're in another fucking universe. Hey <laughs> 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 man, look, what I was told that the theme was to get drunk and I don't I don't I don't James Barrett. James Barrett told me that. <laughs> James Barrett told me we're getting fucked up on a Steven Destroy tonight, and I said, all right, I'll buy beers, I'll buy the big ones. That isn't what I said. I just said, I hope you have enough beers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what that insinuates. Well, I, That's like you gotta keep could up. mean two? <laughs> I've had two, to be it fair. It doesn't. Now, am I allowed to just leave to go get another one? I was thinking that because if I got another one, I'm gonna be okay. Really how about this? How about how about we all leave to get another one? Because I have to get one too. Here we go. Let's all well, leave. We, okay, yeah, a, a classic leave. Well, shouldn't beer. we leave in shifts? No, let's all leave right now. No, 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 no. I'm no. is the big the big daddy in charge, so we're all leaving at once. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll see you guys later. Back here. I'll be everyone back in under siege in one minute. <laughs> oh man. All right. I didn't actually go anywhere. Oh, it's not Steven. He knows it's not Steven. Alright, uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Alright, I'm back. That's been Steven Destroy. Uh, oh, I'm having okay. the Dos Equis watermelon flavor. Alright, well, I didn't here, actually go watermelon, anywhere because I, I a little alone Beer time. with natural flavors. 4.2 alcohol by volume. Uh, I am... Yes. Having yet another Turtle Swamp Brewing Orange Line New England IPA uh, at 7.3% and 16 fluid ounces. So this Whoa. is like my fifth and sixth beer by normal beer counts. You uh, are not going to make it to the end, my friend. I'm going to make it to the end. I've done this before. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to, to tell everybody on, on the show tonight that these beers are really, like, really tasty. Just real talk. These are very tasty uh, beers and I don't know if these get sold outside of Boston, but if they are, I, I sincerely suggest picking them up. What's the uh, what's the brewery again? Uh, they are called Turtle Swamp Brewing. I can the tell name you, does not sound appetizing, but they are tasty. I can tell you, we do not have that here in Austin. I have not heard of that brand. Damn. Well, maybe in uh, in James Barrett territory in uh, in New York, you you might Possibly. be able to find them there. Uh, looks I have, like we lost James for a minute. Uh, Dos Equis. Uh, is Dos Equis a, like a national thing? Do, do other people have Dos Equis? We do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Very popular beer, Dos Equis. Yeah. I have the watermelon flavor. I'm going to just chug this down. Oh, that's odd. <clears throat> Nothing you love more than a beer than uh, thinking that it tastes odd. Yeah. There he is, Casey Ryback. He's getting ready. His good friend is dead. And he's, uh... He's ready to avenge him. Has there ever been a cigar movie where his friend doesn't die? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times Steven's motivations are just completely nonsensical. Um, so the fact that he has any motivation here is, is kind of nice. Y'all okay. uh, here? Gives him a purpose. Yeah. Oftentimes he's just fighting for the sake of good and evil. And he's fighting and on the good side, right? Typically. Okay. Yes. Um 
that's what you're usually meant to believe. Stephen would never uh, purposefully <laughs> fight uh, on the side of evil. Yo, James Baird's back. Hey, James. Welcome yeah, back. Uh, by internet. <laughs> Dropped oh. out. <laughs> but well, it's uh, fine. Airplane the movie just didn't got blown stop. Up. Good, nice. good. You guys oh, jamming out to Voodoo, Voodoo Child right playing? now? Yeah, Voodoo yeah. Okay, Child. so we're good. Welcome to the revolution. Cheers, everybody. Hey, we all everybody. gotta take a drink with the boys. Chug, chug, chug. Oh, oh. Uh, James, have I mentioned that my beers are uh, to you? I know I mentioned to Marcelo a second ago. 16 fluid ounces. No, They're big you beers. Did. And what's, you know what? what's, you didn't what's the, what's the ABV again? 7.3. That's ridiculous. These are, I mean, you have to pay like 15 bucks for like a four pack of these, but it's worth it. Because uh, they get you going pretty quick. But this is what I was told to do, so I, you know, I have to follow through. Yo, we're back with the Admiral and his buddies? Wow, I, I love the control room scenes so much. Wow, I forgot about this part of Under Siege, and I wish that I never had to be confronted with it again. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool if we were watching Under Siege 2? Dark yeah. Territory? Yeah, double feature? <laughs> yeah, okay. Tonight? <laughs> yeah, there's no stopping us. James Barrett's already ready for it. Yeah, I just <clears throat> sent my boss a text. I'm not going to be in tomorrow. <laughs> all right, we're set. I'm up all night, Steven. We're celebrating yeah. Canada Day. Uh, celebrating July Canada 1st. Day? Yeah. We're celebrating that it's only a couple of days until I get to see my friend James Barrett in person. Oh, that's, that's sweet. It's very nice. What are you guys going to do? Uh, what we're doing now, except without Steven Seagal. Drink beers! <laughs> oh, yeah. And see Boss Baby. Two. You guys are seeing Boss Baby 2? Yeah. I'm actually, like, legitimately excited. What is the plot Not because of, of James, of course. What's the plot of Boss Baby 2? Uh, that's a James question. So, it's it's baffling to me. It takes place when both the boss baby and um, the boss baby's brother are grown adults. What? And the yeah, it, it's it. They're already like grown adults. It takes place like thirty years after the first one, and <laughs> um, the boss baby's brother has a daughter that is also a boss baby, and then boss baby and boss baby's brother have to become babies again and team up with the daughter boss baby for some reason for the sake of business yeah and i'm not none of that's a bit that is the plot of the movie i may be (laughs) misinterpreting some of it but i I feel good about that summary uh, has there ever been a sequel that just that just flash forwarded 30 years into the future that's um blade runner but okay fair but one that didn't come out 30 years after and not like two years after the boss baby um yeah i don't know i feel like uh blade runner is a good comparison though they're similar vibes so you're saying boss baby the boss is back that is well it's called family business but 
Mm, I like my title better. So you're saying Boss Baby 2 is comparable. Tell that to Spielberg, dude. To 2049. What? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Episode 7 is uh, 30 years after Star Wars Episode 6. Yeah, sorry, Barcelo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <sighs> um, Flipped. Th- doesn't Spielberg, like, didn't he, like, uh, own DreamWorks or something? He did own DreamWorks. Yeah, see? You thought I was crazy. Although not anymore. No, you know what? Uh, he owned DreamWorks proper, not DreamWorks animation, I don't think. It's all the same. I don't know, is it? I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know either. Look at those glasses. <laughs> Look at that. That's a look. That's some fucking like blowing up Alderaan tier shit right there. If Steven Seagal was in was in a uh, Steven Spielberg movie, which movie would it be? Uh, um. Well, you already answered it. What Jaws? Jaws, and he'd be the shark. He'd be the shark. <laughs> okay. Other than Jaws. Um. Poltergeist, and he'd be the poltergeist. <laughs> like, like how Jean Claude Van Damme was the predator before they recast him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I fucking love the Predator, dude. <laughs> predator fucks. That's an awesome movie. But I fuck. I just I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I absolutely adore Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um. Which makes this part podcast even harder for me, because I hate Steven Seagal so much, and I always think, what if Arnold was doing what Steven's doing? Even Schwarzenegger in this role here would have made this movie hundred times better. astronomically better. Oh, Can yeah, you imagine be Arnold doing the burger routine? This would be a Hall of Fame movie, dude. This would be a Die Hard tier movie. Wait, this what did right you up just there, say? This would be a diehard tier all-time great if Arnold was playing Steven's role. Okay. Dylan, you haven't even seen Die Hard. Wait, I know. What? It doesn't matter, because I know what tier it's in. It's, it's, it just feels relevant when you pull it out like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you ask somebody, like, about all-time great, like, action movies... And for some reason, I felt it was important to not just name Arnold movies. Because, like, I don't know. It just felt important to me. Because, <laughs> well, like, I could just say it would be Terminator tier. It's like, yeah, of course, because Arnold's in it. So, like, I needed to compare it to something that Arnold's not in. How about comparing it to something that he's not in and also a movie you've seen? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and also, like... well, The I, only well, other movie I've seen, Casablanca... I've never seen Casablanca, to be honest with you. I've seen Citizen Kane, though, but James Barrett hates it, so I can't talk about it. I don't hate Citizen Kane. (laughs) You've gone on the record saying that, James. You've gone on the record. You went on the record. You said there's too many white people in it. Well, there is too many white people. You you just said it. You just said it. I didn't Uh say I hated it. You can say there's too many white people and not hate a movie. That's true. Racist. I was trying to think of a bit, but I couldn't think of it. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, just like Star Wars, Episode One, The Phantom Menace. 
Oh, you think he'd be great in that? Steven Seagal in a Star Wars movie? Oh, wait. I forgot about this part. Oh, yeah. The uncles and the stepdads are going fucking ballistic right now. <laughs> yeah. Is this the burger routine? Is oh, this wow. The burger? I forgot oh, about wow. that. Okay. And expect this, guys. You wrote me into this. <laughs> Put those away. Wait. I still have to shut this off. I can't see boobs past the 11 p.m. police. <laughs> What is this? What is this? What is this? Film Twitter on a Wednesday afternoon? Oh man, I haven't had a Twitter account in years. Is that Good. what film Twitter's like? Complaining about boobs? Yeah. They complain about boobs? I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been on film Twitter. It's really good for me because, like, the extent of my like f- film Twitter association, I guess, is mainly like. Marcelo and just other TFS people who almost always are exclusively commenting vaguely about whatever nonsense is going on, <laughs> but never really in a way to where I can figure out what any of it means. That hey, we're trying to protect you, James. From no, from... I'm not being ironic when I say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's like I can tell something's up. You don't need to know, though. But I don't really know what. You don't need yeah, to know. Yeah, I don't. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, it's cool that we're just now at the part of the movie where they meet. <laughs> Is she a pivotal character now? Oh, yeah. Wait, how long was she in that cake? Years. They, like, drugged her and then what? put her in the cake. <laughs> She's been in there, like, for years, months. 30 years. 30 years? Yeah. 30 years. That's the burger routine. Oh, you guys watch Dr. Strangelove? Dr. Strangelove, colon, how I started to love the burger routine. <laughs> that's that's the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to watch Dr. Strangelove for class. Uh, once when I was in community college and I never watched it which is funny because I, I generally really love Stanley Kubrick movies and I never watched it I just was like you know what no thank you you know I'm gonna be a little controversial I I think it's pretty good oh wow a, it's a good how movie. about that a, a, that's a rare thing uh, hearing James praise a popular movie okay yeah look at, James. <laughs> yeah. Okay. look at James yeah. oh I'm James I like a movie people like this is, I don't I, 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 <laughs> what's next James you gonna tell us about how shit the Shawshank Redemption is another movie I've not seen <laughs> <laughs> Dylan what movies have you seen I've seen Aguirre, The Wrath of God, and that's all I need. Oh, I've seen Fitzcarraldo. If it's a Werner Herzog movie, I've probably seen it. That's not even true. He's got like 60 movies. I've seen a few of the important ones. So have you seen more Seagal movies than uh, uh, Werner Herzog movies? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, as someone who who just kind of watches more movies than Dylan Jones... I've seen more Seagal movies than probably any other like actor or director, writer. Besides <laughs> maybe, maybe Samuel L. Jackson. No, I think we crossed that Samuel L. Jackson line. I think. <laughs> Damn. I think if I looked at my letterbox, Stephen would now be my number one. Maybe not I've yet. I've seen 
I've seen almost all the Tarantino movies because my roommate owns like all of them. So we've watched. That's like, that's like, that's like, like nine, nine movies. movies <laughs> I know, but it's at least they're all like a, a lot of them are like essentials. So like it's it's good that like I as a person that doesn't watch a ton of movies, I can, I like can point to that and be like, okay, here's a, like a few like essential movies i've seen yeah like you know. one of the most popular filmmakers of all time. yeah but like that doesn't make one a the difference more mainstream but that doesn't make a difference because like die hard is really popular and really mainstream and i've never seen it so like to me this is like okay cool that's like a, a box i've checked okay no you're right never mind yeah you're right okay so i looked at my all-time stats on letterboxd uh all right Letterbox so, chat. Let's pull it up. Dylan, wait, pull it up. Pull it, pull it up. I oh. do have a letterbox. I can do this. Okay, I never so. update it, but I can I can do this. Well, I think someone probably isn't a pro member. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You shut your fucking mouth. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I've been logging movies for the last 10 years, and in the last 10 years, my most watched stars, number one, Samuel Jackson with 44. Uh, then Matt Damon and Willem Dafoe with 29. Then Bruce Willis, Tom Hanks, and Elizabeth Banks, uh, 27. There you go. Those are the top. All right. I'm pulling mine up now. I think Samuel L. Jackson is probably still at the top for me, but I bet Steven's like number two. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, Steven Seagal telling us the definition of what a gun is. <laughs> All right, number one star is Samuel Jackson with forty-four. Oh, have you but watched Steven, the same movies as? Uh, okay, keep going. <laughs> Steven nipping at his heels with forty. Then Bruce Willis with thirty-four. Will Ferrell with thirty-two. Nicholas Cage thirty-one. Paul Rudd thirty-one. Interesting. All right, Honestly, we're gonna we're gonna play a, a we're gonna play a cheeky little game that's just okay. for James Barrett. Oh, okay. Uh, because Marcelo, Marcelo can play, um, but I don't think Marcelo will get it. I have rated <laughs> only you. four. I've rated only four movies a five star rating on on Letterbox, and I think I want James Barrett to try to guess two if he can, but one of them. Oh, this is this is more a friendship test then. Yeah, this, this is a test of friendship. Can James Barrett name two I, of the movies I've given five star ratings? They're the ones you think they are. They're the ones I think they are. Yeah, like they're movies. They, I don't talk about a lot of movies. All right, so number one, The Room. No, although I would give that five stars. I just haven't rated it. That is a five star okay. movie in my opinion. Well, that's the thing is you I, like how am I supposed to know out of like how many <laughs> movies have you rated like ten. There's not very uh, maybe thirty. Okay, this is. <laughs> I've given I don't three like of this them. Game, or four of them. I understand. I, just try your best. Just I, like as a friend of mine, Dylan. like, I like love what this is game. A, Yeah, yeah. I've Marcella loves it so as an audience times. member. It said, "I have a game for you." And Dylan goes, "Huh." So I understand how it how it <laughs> yeah. feels now. <laughs> I get to turn the tables. <laughs> All right, uh, boss baby. Uh no. Just give a couple guesses. All right, Grizzly Man. Absolutely, yes. Um, what were the ones you just mentioned? Fitzcarl, though. 
not for, uh, none of them are other uh, Herzog movies. Oh, okay. uh, one of them is a Spielberg. Well, that's kind of a, a cheat code, but uh, uh, so it's Jaws. It's Jaws. Yeah, I fucking adore okay. Jaws. Uh, the yeah. other two are um, uh, The Shining and uh, the fucking Player. <laughs> I love the Player. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about Dylan Jones going the Player mode. Um, yeah. Well, I had to watch that the for Shining a class. I should have gotten. The Shining's my all-time favorite movie, probably. Yeah, I should have so. gotten The Shining. Yeah. I forgot you watched The Player. If I had remembered that, I would have said it, because if he hadn't given it five stars, I'd have driven to Boston and committed a crime. <laughs> the Player was fucking absolutely incredible. I love The Player. Yeah. Unbelievable movie. I had so much you fun watching it. you seen The Player, Marcelo? I have seen The Player. I saw that for the first time last year. Uh, you, uh, how, 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 you, how, how do you rate it for your Altman? On your Altman watch? Uh, it's it. Big Altman guy. I am a big Altman guy. I need to see more Altman. Um, just had this conversation with a guest of mine. I think it was Jacob DeNoble on the Talk from Society podcast, uh, where he talked about his top twenty-five of all time. Um, he talked about Nashville as being his, one of his all-time favorites, and we had. I a, haven't seen Nashville. I have the Criterion. I just it's it's such a commitment. <laughs> It's worth it though. It's it's up there. I I'm sure. I'd say sure. I'd say Nashville, Mash. Um, wait, did he direct the Long Goodbye? Did, did, yeah, yes. absolutely. So that's up there, and then uh, I forget what other ones. But then the player is like right below those. So it, it's it's one of those where I need to rewatch it again because there's a lot going on in the player. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll grow. Uh, it'll grow on me with time. But I love Altman. So, all right, I'm dropping a top three because I have it ready to go. Tied. I don't think it's really tied. I think it's McCabe and Miss Miller number one, then the player. But those kind of fluctuate. And then Long Goodbye. Controversial take. I hate Mash. Fair. I mean, that's 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 fine. I, Mash for me is like a sentimental pick. Um, I have not seen it in a while, so I don't know how it'll. Uh, hold up. I don't know how well it'll hold up. I hate MASH. I love MASH the show. Did a recent MASH the show watch. Uh, also tried to watch... I, I've tried to watch the movie so many times, but I just... it. I do not like it. It just does not work for me in any way. Yeah, it's... I, 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 think, I think watching it now, I, I realize just I don't like a lot of those people in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just something about it doesn't gel for me. I definitely need to watch more Altman, but uh, Short, I do love the players so very much. Shortcuts kind of hit, oh, shortcuts. hit me in a big way, but I, I don't... Yeah. It's, it's one of those movies where I thought it was like good, not like amazing, mm-hmm. but moments from that movie still stick with me after seeing, seeing it one yeah. time. It's, it's scarring. The thing for me with Shortcuts is I love Magnolia so much. Oh, yeah. And then watch Shortcuts, and I, I watch Shortcuts, and it's good, but I'm like, I would kind of just rather be watching Magnolia. Yeah, that's so true. So it kind of just impacts the whole thing for me. Did you know that PTA was, like, the backup director for Altman's... Uh, was it his, la- his one of his last movies, The um, Prairie Home Companion? I think he was, like, the backup director. Um. I, I did not know that. Obviously, I know that he's a, owes everything to Altman, but I did not know that he literally worked with him in that way. Yeah, well, it, it was more like the studio just wanted some insurance, like, in case Altman, something happens with him, we'll have a backup director. So, uh, I think that's true. Somebody looked that up. 
Hey, Dylan, what's up? Hey, <laughs> Dylan, what's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, no, I um, love the podcast. I think you guys are doing oh. great. You, we, we've got Thanks a, for bringing we, me in to be your first honorary listener. Yeah, we've got a fan of the line. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, fan of uh, Stephen Destroy, Talk Film Society. Uh, how you doing, Dylan? I'm doing good. You know, uh, James Barrett didn't ask this, but James Barrett kind of posited this, that uh, maybe I would give Fitzcarraldo a five. It's pretty fucking close, dude. Fitzcarraldo's pretty close to being a five. Have you... uh, You have the Herzog box set, right? I don't actually. Um, oh. uh, I thought I, I thought that perhaps I would come into possession of that, but instead I actually have the first edition of his uh, the Herzog on Herzog book with, with Paul Cronin, um, which is lovely. But a lot of his movies are very accessible these days. I think yeah. Canop- Canopy has a ton of them. Um Netflix will kind of go in and out of them. Amazon's got a few, so it, it's ve- they're very accessible these days. Have you uh, have you seen Bad Lieutenant yet? I haven't. I'm really excited to see Bad Lieutenant. I know that uh, he didn't see the original Bad Lieutenant. He yeah. never watched it and <laughs> was just like, "I'm just going to make a sequel <laughs> or like a remake and and never watch the original," which is some of the most Herzog tear shit I've ever heard. So. Uh, and I know he also told uh, Nick Cage to unleash his inner hog when he was uh, <laughs> <laughs> making that film. Uh, I think Nick Cage uh, uh, addressed him was and was like, "Werner, I don't, I don't know how to to get this character where you want him to be. You know, like how do I, you know, portray this? What are you looking for?" And and Werner just said, "I want you to uh, unleash your inner hog, uh, <laughs> let out the evil." <laughs> let your hog loose (laughs) and and nick cage was like verner i know exactly what you mean having having seen the movie i i cannot stress that makes perfect sense that is an absolute (laughs) that like 100 percent perfectly fits in with my understanding of that movie i have not seen nearly enough herzog so i think it is my favorite just honestly i think i've seen that in grizzly man but as a big uh nick cage I would say apologist, but now it's pretty in vogue to like Nick Cage. It yeah. is. Um, everyone's come around and realized that he fucking rules. He and does. That his biggest <laughs> sin is that he gets too into character sometimes. <laughs> well, that he'll just like he'll take a lot of shit that he shouldn't. <laughs> but that too. Yeah. But I'll I'll but say no, I is think uh, he's phenomenal. And and I, I suppose general. I suppose I'll say this to you like as a as a friend like for for recommendations, but I guess also to the audience if they're not um, big like Hertzog heads if they've never seen a lot of Hertzog movies. Um Fitzcarraldo's incredible. Uh yeah, Aguirre sure. is, is also great. I mean the Kinski movies are all good. Um but I'm I'm a huge Stroyzak fan. Um and if you if you have the opportunity to see Stroyzak, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It is uh, uh, uh arguably actually my favorite Herzog movie I've seen, uh, Strange Like besides Grizzly Man, because I, I have a, a very deep, deep, deep fascination with bears. So, um, 
I, I Grizzly Man's kind of like doomed to be my favorite Herzog movie. But Story Jack, if you do get the opportunity to see it, is an absolutely incredible movie. Um, and, and arguably his best work. Uh, I, have, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Marcel, have, have you seen Story Jack uh, before? Yeah. Let's talk to Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm here. Uh, now, I have not seen that one uh, yet. Um, I needed to see more Herzog. Actually, uh, you all bringing this up made me think back to... Well, I've been reading a lot of Roger Ebert lately. It's been helping mm. me as a writer uh, recently. And I seem to remember... A four-star review Roger Ebert wrote for Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. And I pulled it up. And I'm just going to read this uh, this excerpt from Ebert's review, four-star review. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, I'd love to hear this. Of uh, Port of Call, New Orleans. He says here, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans is not about plot, but about seasoning. Seasoning. Like New Orleans cuisine, it finds that you can put almost anything in a pot if you add the right spices and peppers and simmer it long enough. So there you go. Four to four. There it is. Roger Ebert. That's nice. I, yeah, I, I adored that movie. Um, yeah, that's, that's really it. I've had my eye on that Herzog box set for a while. I just haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. I mean, it's not it that is. expensive compared to like like one like this month they're probably gonna have a criterion sale i'm gonna throw a hundred bucks down on that yeah yeah it's a surprisingly uh, like small amount of herzog movies that are criterion as i recall i don't think any of them are yeah or or they i know they have the documentary about fitzcarl though oh the uh, burden of dreams but that's less blank isn't it yeah no they have a lot of less blank but i don't know how much actual herzog is criterion did they have the uh the herzog eats his shoe uh i think that's a bonus feature on burden of dreams yeah oh okay good to know i'm actually looking this up right now criterion herzog i think burden of dreams is how i heard of herzog (laughs) throwing down a bunch of money on criterions this month I'll buy the herzog set Uh, i just i highly recommend it it is 106 dollars on amazon that's not that bad not, I, no, you know not what? at all. Should I buy it right now, boys? You know what? I genuinely, I, I I've been reading the man's book uh, with with Paul Carlin. He's ju- he's just so interesting. I just feel like as a fan of like movies, it's 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 something that's worth watching. I don't boys. you know. I can't I can't like say that I'm like really like invested the way that you two are, but uh, but as a guy who's seen a lot of Herzog stuff, I I do think it's worth doing boys uh this will show you how deep i am in terms of being tired and drinking and commentary when i typed in in this criterion search bar to look for werner herzog i typed in werzog so (laughs) yeah let's go well that's the name of our werner herzog podcast we're gonna start after me and marcello drunkenly buy this hey can i tell you guys one werner herzog fact that i think is is wonderful that will help you guys in your decision to buy the box set um which so werner herzog worked with this this gentleman um that uh, they never revealed his real name he has like a pseudonym that he goes under when he when he acts in the movies um 
Werner Herzog did a movie called The Enigma of Casper Hauser, uh, which is about a like a, a a young boy who was uh, abused as a child and like locked away and and never learned how to speak properly. And it's about him kind of like learning how to exist in the world. Uh, and Werner Herzog went and found a guy who basically experienced this as well and like had him act in the film. And so he uh, he told him that he could be the lead role in a movie he made called Wojciech that eventually starred Kinski because Herzog came to a realization that Kinski had to be the star of it. So Kinski wrote Stroyzek in like a week as like a makeup uh, to this actor, uh, to Bru- Bruno, I think his name was, to Bruno. He was like, all right, Bruno, uh, sorry that I gave Wojciech over to Kinski. Uh, let me write this movie for you real quick. And we'll, uh, it took him like a week. And it's my favorite movie movie he's he's ever made that's a that's a, an actual like not non-documentary like a feature-length film i i think it's an incredible story i i i can't talk enough about how much i love Werner socks movies <laughs> and uh the strojek wojek thing is one of my favorite ones so guys buy that documentary it's uh, or buy the by the box set it's really really good right. marcelo we doing this uh, i'm so close i i'm i'm adding it to my cart it's sitting in my car right do now. It, I'll do it. Are we I don't do have this? the box set, but if you guys do it, I'll do it. Ooh, <laughs> there's okay. Right now, if you order through Amazon, there is a coupon, so you can save thirteen bucks. Is it on Honey? Can I, will Honey give it to me? Honey, what's Honey? Ellen, you can't talk to me that way. <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! I typed in Bernhard song and just Gersley Man came up. That's not good. That's not good. They know me. So, oh, they're like, all right, we know what you so, want. Here it Herzog, is. The, the collection. I've With, watched Grizzly Man like four fucking times. It's what? It's like a date night movie for me. I'm like, hey, have you, <laughs> you ever seen Grizzly Man? So I think I'm going to add the link, the Amazon link to this box set on this episode description. But if if, good. if anybody wants to know right now what's in the Herzog uh, collection... Uh, the U.S. version because there's a U.K. version that had some more movies, um, but we're talking the American version. Here's what's in the Herzog the Collection Blu-ray box set: Even Dwarves Started Small, Land of Silence and Darkness, Fata Morgana, uh, Agiri: The Wrath of God, The Enigma of Kaspar Hauser, Heart of Glass, Storzig. W- Warzig. I think that's the one Dylan. Yeah, was that's the one Dylan was. About. Yeah, Stro- Strojak and, Wo- and Wojciech. I- I'm guessing on those pronunciations. To be fair, yeah, I'm also uh, but I guessing. Think that's about how you say them. Yeah, uh, Nosferatu, the Vampire, Fitzcarraldo, Ballad of the Little Soldier, Where the Green Ants Dream, Cobra Verde, Lessons of Darkness, Little Deerter Needs to Fly, and My Best Fiend. Those yeah, are all I, in the I, box set. I should say to the to the folks at home because this will be important to some folks that Klaus Kinski, much like Steven Seagal, is a very bad dude. Uh, so, like, if you don't want to buy movies with Klaus Kinski, then like, don't buy this box set. But uh, I should say that up front, like, Klaus Kinski was a bad fucking guy. Um, so, not to like bring a damper down on the whole thing, but like that is worth saying. Like, Klaus Kinski was not a fucking good person at all. Um, but as as a podcast that <laughs> talks about Steven Seagal all the time and frequently like presents it as like, oh, hey guys, Steven's not good. I should say that about Klaus as well. I think it's uh, fair. responsible fair. of me. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Did that said though, kill... I'm buying this fucking box set. Oh, oh yeah. 
Are we doing this? I mean, if you guys want to, we'll we'll all do it together. You know what? We'll we'll do it, and we'll have to do something about it, won't we? I mean, if this if this what? locks us into like having to record some like audio about Herzog, you the you know Herzog, I'm down uh, for box it. Set podcast i'm in who gives oh are we watching that i don't even have that up anymore <laughs> it's still playing i can hear it <laughs> okay right now the bad guys are trying to flood the good guys uh anyway let me well, hold on are we are we buying this herzog box set are we buying okay I- this Listen. is a brotherhood. If we buy it, we're buying it together. So, so what's going to happen if we buy it? Okay, now. Well, you'll have access to several Herzog classics. Yeah. At your fingertips on physical media, so you won't have to worry about having access to them if you ever are feeling the mood. And hey, special features with audio commentaries. <laughs> Commentary. Commentary. Like we're recording right now. Wow. Yeah, and and uh, we can also buy the Bergman and Fellini uh, commentary or uh, box Brother, sets as well for a, a low low have, price of four hundred eighty-two dollars and forty cents. I already have both of those. I only oh, have I the Bergman one. I don't have the Fellini one. I have the, the Fellini, Fellini one, one. Looks really I cool. Have... The, the artwork on the Fellini one is so good that it made me want to buy it. The Fellini one's beautiful. I have not actually cracked open either of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we buying this Herzog box set? <laughs> Here, I'm going to add it to my cart. Oh, it's a Shout Factory release? I didn't know it was a Shout Factory release. They do solid Ooh. work. They do, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, and just my little plug here, if, you, uh, if you're if you interested in a little extracurricular Herzog stuff, check out the, uh, the book he did with Paul Cronin. Either edition, the first or second edition. I'm reading the first edition currently. But the second edition, you'll probably get some more information on some of the All documentaries right, well, that he's made recently. Here's, here's here's what I'm saying. I have had four beers, and I need to use the restroom. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. All right, I do not have to pee, so I can hold the forts when you got if you guys go right. right now. Yeah, talk All about right. the movie that we're supposed to be watching. All right, I'll talk about and the movie. Me and James do, do a classic pee break. And then also decide if we're all buying the <laughs> Okay, we'll solve that yeah. after right. your pee break. And as I wow, continue, 40, I'll continue the commentary. There's 40 minutes still ago in this movie. All right, I'll see you guys in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I'll be here talking. So this is me, Marcelo, talking about Under Siege. Uh, what's happening here on screen? We have uh, these military people. Uh, very similar to... Uh, Air Force One, Die Hards, you know, uh, they have these big wig, big wigs trying to decipher what's happening. Uh, in terms of the action, Steven Seagal is obviously the John McClane character, and uh, this general guy is like, uh, like you know, the, the the police chief in Die Hard, kind of. What's this guy saying? You know, some good luck there, sailor. I'm out. They seem calm and collected. That's weird of them. Yeah, I, I, I did miss. I did miss a lot of what's happening in this movie. We we're talking about Herzog for the last twenty minutes. Now I'm not sure why there's so many people on uh, Steven Seagal's team right now. He has a squad of. Uh, ragtag group of uh, good guys versus these bad guys on the ship. 
Oh, do you know what I saw today? I saw the movie Surf 2 uh, via Vinegar Syndrome. I bought their disc uh, from their last sale. Surf 2, interesting movie. The 80s movie. Um, the plot is, uh, it's it's sort of a parody. I guess it's, it, you'd call it a parody, but it's, it's one of those parodies where it's very much the thing it tries to parody while also making fun of the thing that's parodying. Um, it's a surf movie. They call it Surf 2 because it's, you know, it's supposed to be like the fake sequel to a movie that never existed. Um, and the plot is this bad guy nerd poisons uh, Buzz Cola and whoever drinks Buzz Cola turns into zombies and that's it I mean it's it's an enjoyable silly movie um, uh, much better than What's this that? I'd say right now hey yeah I'm back how's it going James it's going okay do you uh, you know I'm not a uh I'm just going to admit it. I'm not a Patreon subscriber. Um, I'm boycotting the Patreon. Um, I'm happy you're... Until me and Dylan see our share. Yeah, I'm happy you're admitting but, you're admitting this on air, and you're, you're coming at me with this energy. Uh, <laughs> I was simply prepping for the question. Um, how are your usual commentaries in terms of uh, watching the movie, talking about the movie? Uh... I'll tell you this for one of the Southland Tales commentary. And yes, I said one of the Southland Tales commentaries that me and Marcus are recording. Uh, one of them went off the rail so much that he started, uh, list, uh, he started describing the, the movie. Oh, this is even weird to say. He has slip covers of Blu-rays taped to his wall. So halfway through the commentary, he started listing them all. So that's how tangential these things get. Okay. So this is this is par for the course. Buying that box set? Are we we buying buying the box box set? Uh, I mean, look, if either one of you buys it, I'll buy it with you. Hmm. So it's up to y'all. I, I'd say, hold on. Let me see. Let me just see. Maybe I can use some of my Amazon points to bring this down lower. My total with the coupon and then my my state tax, my total is one hundred and one and ninety cents. Ooh, ooh, mine's a mine's a little more. Mine's one thirteen sixty five. You didn't you didn't get the coupon? Ooh. Well, you gotta you gotta apply that. Coupon, yeah, what's the, what's up with the coupon? Add a gift card or promotion code. No, you got you no, got that promotion no. code. Go back to the the product page. Okay. I feel like I'm at work. <laughs> the product page. Hey man, and look, we both do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, that's not true at all. <laughs> it's a little true. It's not true at all. I mean, we um, both like sell things to people. Yeah, but we do entirely different approaches. Um, if you're on the main. It's true product page underneath the price it should say coupon and then have like a little box and then $13.37 extra savings coupon applied at checkout do you see that yep clip coupon click the box and then add to cart and it should when you go to purchase apply that $13.37 off Yeah, uh, I have used my reward points, and I got my total down to eighty fifty nine. 
Hey, Father. good for you. All right, are we doing this? All right, I think my coupon's clipped. Marcelo's not into it. You know what? I'm trying to pick the day of delivery. Hmm. It's only giving me Friday as an option. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Friday. It gave me Friday and next Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want it sooner. So we're all going to watch them together? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to record commentary for every Herzog movie? I'm going to tell you right now, I think even Dorb started small as the first one. It's a little slow, but there is some stuff in even Dorb started small that's like fucking ridiculous i think I th- there's some crazy shit in that movie i think we should all if we're whoever is going to buy it we have to do it at the same time we have to place order at the same time all right I'm so, gonna they become- so, so they know something's <laughs> gone wrong <laughs> so, so something goes wrong in the out in the amazon system where they're like oh my god did werner herzog die why are, why are three people buying these sets at the same time? Don't say, don't say that to me. <laughs> no, he's never I'm going gonna, to die. He'll never die. No, I know he'll die. Right. And look, look, Bernhard Sung's not a perfect man by any means, but he's he's made he's made a lot of art that's very important to me, and so I would I would definitely be sad on the day that Bernhard Sung dies. All right, we do it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, here we go. I, Hold on, it says there's zero in my cart. Hold on, give me a second, because like I've had a little bit of drink, so I have to I have to like stupidly figure my way through this. Meanwhile, Steven Seagal is is oh yeah, is rubbing this missile. Yeah, what is oh, he is doing? He's taking missile? He just rubbed the top off a missile very seductively. Is wow, he isn't that cheeky? Is he is he married, or is he in a relationship? In the um, movie only or in with the, the burgers. <laughs> I see. He has a. Okay, it's not good to call them wife beaters anymore. What what's the proper term now for the show? Uh, is that, has that been outlawed? I think I, so. Yeah, that I mean that would make sense. It's a really like weird term. I've talked about this before, like with people with like friends of mine. Like how that's such a like weird thing that has become like the marketable term for those types of shirts is like, oh yeah, that's the wife beater. And like they just rolled through that. They were like, yo, yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh-huh, that's what we call them. You can buy them. They're like, they're like $5 a shirt. <laughs> $5 a beater, please. <laughs> but no, no, it's just like to point to like the absurdity of the whole thing. Like it's just a very strange. In in my review of uh, F nine, I almost well not almost I I was trying to describe uh, Vin Diesel's white shirts and I was like does he wear wife beaters I was I almost typed wife beater but I was like no I just put white tee I'll cover my bases yeah. yeah it's better I mean I suppose that like technically like if you say a wife beater right like everybody's gonna know what you mean. But, like, that is one of those terms that, like, I don't think people, like, talk about. I don't think people are, like, mad about the term wife beater. But, like, I think that, like, if we could replace, like, a term here or there, that, like, wife beater would be a good one to be like, hey, like, maybe there's another name for those types of shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's, that's my rationale. It's like, there's a better way yeah. we can say this. I sh- there has to be. Yeah. Surely. All right. So, uh, uh, as, all right, as, uh, as, so we're all getting them on Friday, right? As James is uh, has been prone to ask the last thirty minutes, are we buying this? Are we buying this? Is James even still here? James, are you there? I think we lost James. 
Okay. All right. Um, so it's just you well, and I. This is a uh, we're gonna surrogate for James Barrett. Let me see if he's messaged me. Get him port side. Fire! 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 Is he? Uh, is he still in our Skype chat? He's still there, but he's not. Uh, oh, maybe he. Maybe he went to pee or something. <laughs> I think he just came back from peeing. I'm gonna message him real quick. Yeah, message him. See, yeah, maybe he's having technical issues. All right, we won't buy until he gets back. Yeah, no, we we, just, we gotta uh, do this together. Gotta do this together. Yeah, out of solidarity. Yeah. In the meantime, I guess we can talk about the movie. Yeah, There's Piers Morgan again. What's happening now? That guy. What else has he been in? He's he's great in things. Piers Morgan. Guy. I, you know what? You would know better than me, but I I I believe you. Actually, I'm gonna look him up. This is this has got big latter half of Titanic vibes right now. Do you think <laughs> just like? Do you think people they, on a boat? <laughs> do you think they filmed it in the same water tank? This in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Honestly, do you think do you think James Cameron saw this and went, hmm, maybe I can do something with a boat? Titanic. James maybe? Barrett has just alerted me that his internet went out, but he'll be back soon. Okay. What a what a oh, tease! That's right. This is a thing that me and James talked about in our episode. Is like, oh wow, how nice this uh, Playboy model uh, learned how to kill people. <laughs> 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 We're so happy for her. It's- Next thing you know, you'll be dating musicians. You know what, dead ass? That's like not a bad line. That's like kind of funny because I, I we kind of talked over this earlier in the mo- in the movie. But her her like big line is like, I've got two rules: I don't kill people and I don't date musicians. So. Steven's line of like next thing you know you'll be dating musicians it's like not that bad that's why people like under siege I think it's like technically this is all competent you know it works it works well enough yeah just well enough and like you know this is probably like slightly lower standards than what I would have for like a shitty action movie but like it's not that bad like under siege is okay yeah, on uh, I've been trying to record. Well, I don't know at this point. We're, we're still trying to record like um, a, a '90s action podcast series. Uh, oh wow! Me, me and uh, I won't get into naming who, but uh, just because we're not like finished with it. But anyway, yeah. my point is, I love '90s action movies. Um, we've talked about Hard Target. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about replacement killers. Uh, blown away uh, and a few others but anyway yeah. it's like uh, the stuff I'm about, I'm about to say I, I say on that series but I think that's like the peak of action for me is like that 90s era because it, it's it feels like it has enough like practicality like less CGI than like if you go into 2000s and the, yeah. the, the, the technical ability was just great enough where they got everything right and it just felt right so i love the 90s yeah, yeah i mean oh this was an episode of i love the 90s yes oh, you just jumped into back. it yeah <laughs> oh james all right are right, right, we gonna buy this we're gonna buy this box set <laughs> yeah sure all right yeah yeah i'll place my order right now all right here all we right, go uh i have my all right and, and if steven destroy first i'm going to read off my credit card number to the <laughs> <laughs> actually you know what i guess all my info's in there so it'll be delivered tomorrow 
<laughs> what a nightmare. I've seen all of these movies. Did you do it already? I did it. It's done. All right. I, three, two, one. All right. I did it. One. I just placed my order. You know what, guys? I'm going to be honest with you. Today, I uh, I upped my commission percentage at work. So I actually, I was fortunate enough to come into a little bit of extra money today. Um, and so I, I can do this. I can do this without feeling terrible. <laughs> about myself you're, you're, you're <laughs> celebrating that's, that's a there's plus there's a very real chance no one will be here uh when this gets delivered and it will be left on the street <laughs> and it may get stolen what For, you know i feel like Werner wouldn't mind i, I feel mean, like i would mind you would mind but like there's there's a part of me that thinks Werner herzog would hear that like this was stolen by somebody and he'd say that is the way of things that is that's how the world works let me Fair enough let me ask you this and I'm not trying to put people in a in a box or you know try to tell you know you who is who or what tastes lie. The person who decides to steal from you, James, just a package from Amazon laying on the porch. What would they think if they opened it up and they go, "Werner Herzog"? Would they be excited? Would they be confused? Would they be like, "Oh"? I'm gonna dive into new filmmaker. What would go through what would go through their mind? I have I don't know. I think that that's a crime of opportunity. So I think absolutely any type of person could do that thing where they're like walking past, they see a package just in front of an apartment building, and they're just like, "I could just take this," <laughs> and then just decide today's the day they're gonna do that. And then you know, so who knows? Who knows what that person's gonna think? When I they, think uh, that if you if you f- open to a world of German filmmaking, <laughs> I think if you open the the box and you see the Werner Herzog box set, I think the first thing you think is like, okay, it's a box set, so like that's more than just a regular DVD, and yeah, and so then you look on Amazon and you're like, damn, it sells for a hundred dollars. Maybe I can get like sixty bucks for this, and then it's like. You know, if you take it to a pawn shop or something. So then it's like, damn, I just found $60 on somebody's doorstep. Like, that's that's pretty good. You know, if you're a thief. If that's if that's your your bag. Then, like, you know, it's not a bad day. Yeah. You've, you've convinced me. I'm going to start stealing things now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Yeah. You're going to start stealing Werner Herzog box sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you my address when we're done. You can steal mine. Hell yeah. <laughs> What what's happening now? What what's what is what's going on? I, uh, we're we're I didn't, uh, we're getting close to the extremely uneventful death of Gary Busey. I actually think it's about to happen. I uh, didn't know how to tell you guys this, but when my internet went down, the Netflix did stop. So I I have no idea where anyone. Else oh, we can is we can give you a, a, yeah, a timestamp time to get you back. Yeah, yeah, hit me with a little time code. So I I can give you the the, the negative number. So we're at negative seventeen. Negative sixteen fifty nine, negative sixteen fifty eight. Yeah, and we're at positive one hour twenty five minutes and thirty seven, thirty eight, yes, thirty nine, thirty nine. Yeah. Wait, can you give me that number one more time, Marcelo? Yes, we're at, Where are you at? negative sixteen forty two, negative sixteen forty one, forty, thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty seven, sixteen thirty three. All right. I think we're good. Yeah. Just about. Just about. Wow. I'm back on track. This has been really good. And uh, 
I think exactly what Marcelo anticipated and expected when he said, let's record a commentary. I knew. Patreon for paid listeners. I mean, when you guys mentioned, you know, uh, prep work and scripts, uh, this was all planned. Like, we were just reading off a script for the last two hours. So, uh, to a T. So, this is going as planned. Well, I have have absolute hours of riffs written down that I've completely talked over and forgotten to use. (laughs) Absolutely killer material just gone to the wayside. So, ultimately, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, we'll have to do Under Siege 2, but not... We could could do a Dark Territory episode. I think James (laughs) would even like that more. And, yeah, and, right after double feature, baby. And, and we could find it. We could find another director to buy a hundred dollar box, box set, set. from. <laughs> we'll have to the find Wong another Car- box set. <laughs> the Wong Car Y one. That's yes. That was gonna be my uh, Criterion sale purchase. I haven't. I haven't bought that yet. Now. Yeah, let's do it. You know, I I think for me, like mm-hmm. as a guy that that just adores so many Herzog films, I think that this was like a purchase that was in the cards you know i think that today just kind of sped up the process well when we do our uh our warner herzog podcast um herzog of the day it'll all be worth it i mean the motherfucker's got like 50 movies i mean you you could you could do a fucking podcast about him easily um, and now that I've read the book, I feel like I have a lot of good tidbits I could bring to it. That's the obvious pivot after Stephen Destroy, just Herzog, right? It is, but it is very self-serving to me, Dylan Jones, so I would let James Barrett have a bit of say in it. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess if, like, if, if James Barrett said, yeah, if we said to James, hey, man, you have to do a year of Steven Seagal, a year and a half of Steven Seagal, but at the end of it, you get to do a podcast about Werner Herzog. I feel like he would be like, all right, I know that Werner Herzog will at least be competent filmmaking that I can like actually talk about as a person that likes movies. <laughs> and, like maybe that would be like, okay, there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, there's, I'm, yeah, there's, <laughs> I'm doing a fucking Werner Herzog mm-hmm. podcast. That would be intimidating or stressful to me pretty sure let me talk about this little freak speaking of things that are intimidating and stressful we're just mere moments away from uh tommy lee jones having his eyes uh getting gouged out (laughs) and if i throw up on this podcast it's not from alcohol it's gonna be from having to watch this bullshit again Yeah, he does absolutely decimate Tommy Lee Jones. I, I haven't terrible. seen this, so that was a spoiler. Oh, that's right, you haven't seen this. That was always a bit of a spoiler. Wow. Well, let's watch the movie, because there's only like 15 minutes left at this point. <laughs> to be fair, I've got it full screened. What? Cool. Okay, thanks for sharing that information. <laughs> well, I'm just saying we. I had Amazon up a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> okay, you, you don't need to give us a play-by-play of what's on your screen right now, so... <laughs> I thought that's what the whole point of this podcast was. It's technically about what's on your screen, but I yeah, to be you know, to be completely from. fair, I think everybody has a good point of reference for where this disagreement is coming. But mine's the, mine's the best one, and I win. 
could have just switched and not told us. You could have just said, <laughs> said nothing of the of the. Okay. Well, no, because I feel like we've been talking so much about things that aren't the movie. It would be worth noting that I actually do have the movie in full screen at this point. Everyone, everyone, Dylan is actually watching the movie, so shut up. <laughs> No, I mean, look, like if I'm completely wrong here, then then tell me. But I, you know, we had a moment here where we were all on Amazon, so no. like, who knows if we ever switched back? And I, that was my way of saying, like, hey guys, this is a point of the podcast where we're we're going to actually talk about the movie for a minute. Hey, can I just say I'm in my living room, on my work desk. I have two screens. Uh, one for my laptop, one for my second screen connected to my laptop. I'll have my audio stuff on them. I have my living room TV in front of me. I'm watching it on Netflix on there, and I ordered the Herzog box set on my phone. So I have one, two, I have four screens going on. Well, here's the thing. Here's what nobody's brave enough to say. But just that Herzog, not Herzog. Wow, that's gonna be funny when I'm done with this. But but Marcelo is just it's just it's just taking a, a the next level of what I just did. Like Marcelo's, I like I said like, oh, I got the movie on full screen, and then Marcelo's just out here being like, that's fun. I want to talk about what's on my screens. So <laughs> Marcelo's just talking about all the shits on his screens. James, what's on your screen? Uh, Stevens looking at a beeping map. There's intense music. There you go. Uh, he's looking around with his gun. You're a little ahead of me, actually. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We haven't talked about this movie for an hour and 20 minutes. I just turned on my switch yeah. for a second. I'm going to turn it back off. Okay. Oh, Your so switch. everybody's talking about all the shit they're turning on, but for some reason... Right, I'll turn on my switch. But for some reason, Dylan Jones is an asshole because he said he's got the movie in full screen. Oh, wait. Here's the final fight, right? Happens, I'm a f- when you're a forward yeah. thinker, everybody's going to give you shit. We have to... You know? Okay, we... I know we talked about Herzog for the last hour, but we have to talk about this movie right now. <laughs> that is this ideal is for me. The most pivotal scene. The, 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 this is actually. This we is do right need here. to watch this. Yeah. We do need to watch this. This is a moment where I feel like I have responsibility as a Steven Seagal podcast to talk about what's oh, happening podcaster. Here. Okay. And historian, genuinely. I know more about Steven Seagal than most people um, by far at this point. And that's not even like a flex. I wish I didn't know that. So this is a funny thing too. This is a this is a parallel between Under Siege and Under Siege Two, is that like the villains are are just guys who are disgruntled with the U.S. government, and like Stephen serves as this like weird proxy between the the U.S. government and these like outliers like Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Marcelo, basically, there's like nukes on the submarine, right? And uh, Tommy Lee Jones is gonna nuke Hawaii. Hmm. And and Steven's gonna stop. Weird that. choice. So it's yeah. like the plot to the fate of the Furious. Uh sure. Okay. We saw that in theaters, didn't we, James Barrett? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember it. Well. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I like that Tommy Lee Jones always calls him my man. That's big. Here we go. The fight scene. That's a big vibe. Yeah, here we go. How much is how much is Tommy Lee Jones actually performing his own stunts? I remember I think James and I made a compliment to the scene that Tommy Lee Jones at least like 
or maybe we did the opposite. I can't remember. Tommy Lee Jones might put up a fight here, but I can't remember. Yeah, I, I mean, he he does more than we were seeing a lot at the time because, like, as you can see, it's like they're kind of evenly matched. Yeah, at yeah. this era of Steve, and really, I mean, his entire career. Generally, these final fights were just Steven throwing a dude around the room and just beating him to a pulp. Oh, yep. One of these actors has an See, Oscar. There, yeah, St- Stephen takes some damage right there. He plays. Oh, oh, oh there's God. the eye. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> he keep the decimates. <laughs> he just finishes him. So I, I, you know, I guess Stephen's real enemy was not Tommy Lee Jones, but it's time. You know, we got to get these nukes to not fucking blow up Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, but Stevens Stevens not gonna stop him, you know, like the fucking the Air Force is. Yeah. So 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 what did he do? Nothing. He killed Tommy Lee Jones. Violently. He did kill Tommy. Lee. He retook the ship for he the U.S. Tommy Army. Lee Jones. Okay. Couldn't he have just taken him in? Why do you have to kill Steven's him? Steven's calling. Steven's on the phone. Actually, you know what, guys? I'm going to call right now. Let me let me go ahead and answer that. <laughs> Hi, Steven. <laughs> oh, you got Steven on the line. <laughs> yeah, Steven's on the line. You guys got any questions for him? Uh, boxers or briefs? <laughs> hey, Steven, uh, do you prefer boxers or do you prefer briefs? Steven says he likes diapies. <laughs> okay. Any other questions, uh, or, that or was should it. I let him go? That was it. James, you got anything? Um. Yeah. Uh. Favorite police academy. Hey, uh, Stephen. What's your favorite police academy? Maybe we should go around the table with, uh, with this question too. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I, I do. I know what you mean. No, yeah, no, dude. Cinema's just different these days. No, I know. They couldn't make Under Siege in 20, 2021. People would be too offended. I know what you mean. I'll just let you go, okay? All right. Thanks, Steven. Oh Wait, did he answer the question? Yeah, he did. He said that he's never seen Police Academy, but if you want to see a real Police Academy, you should see Steven Seagal Lawman. Oh, okay. Where he runs over a dog <laughs> in somebody's yard with a tank. Hey, great job! <laughs> yes, great job! Yes. Hey, quick, uh, quick round of applause for Steven, guys. <laughs> great job. Do you guys remember when we collectively spent three hundred dollars on Amazon.com <laughs> tonight? <laughs> yeah. So how? All right, let's do a little because uh, this movie's basically over. Let's do a little post uh, post game press conference here. All right. Yeah. Uh, how do every uh, Marcel? How do you think this went? <laughs> yeah. Well, as our big daddy in charge, I, f- I felt confident from the get go. I was a little nervous in the middle, but I think we we pulled through at the end. We we overtook yeah, the other they had team. Us in the first half. We we and we gave it our all. Uh, uh, I'm here with winners. I I think God was on our side. Um, can't wait for the next one. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So here's the thing that's going to happen here in Under Siege, the movie that we're watching. I think James and I both had this experience with this film. Is that, yeah, he's going to kiss the fucking Playboy oh. model. Ooh. Icky. It's disgusting. Gross. But it's going it, to... So the movie looks like it's over, right? We're fading out from the boat. Yeah. Marcelo, you're a guy who watches a lot more movies than I do. Does the movie look like it's over right now? Looks like it's done. A uh, nice, looks like it's done. Big wide shot of those of those boats. Big wide shot. What if I were to tell you that we're about to zoom back in on the ship? No, there's no way. I th- no way, right? You'd be pulling my leg. Here comes the ceremony. No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clipping my microphone when I do that. By the way, <laughs> there's Steven. Now we're done, right? There's this new girlfriend who looks sad as if she were the new girlfriend of Steven Seagal. <laughs> and there it is. And now we're the done. movie's over. Oh, Congratulations, man. everybody. We made it. Wow. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and hopefully everybody at home has also purchased a copy of the Werner Herzog box set. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to wake up in the morning and in cold sober realize that I spent $100 <laughs> on a DVD box set tonight. <laughs> Yeah, what a what a commentary. What a what a pleasure and an honor to be a part of the Talk Film Society Patreon exclusives in this way. I really think that we set a new precedent for these, and I think that we set a new precedent for podcasting. Exactly. Genuinely, I think that tonight was a journey and that if you if you went on this journey with us, that you should be proud of yourself because you did something that that most people couldn't, which is listen yeah. to us drunkenly rant about our least favorite action movie hero. And uh, I'd just like to thank Marcelo for coming on the podcast. Uh, you know, it was an honor having him on the show. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, this wasn't our show, but uh, uh, <laughs> so well, I no, you know, let's wait, get into wait. sentencing. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, round this. two on Under Siege. And then let me pull up the IMDb trivia <laughs> really quick. All right, uh, okay. Let me jump in and say thank you, Dylan. Thank you, James, for coming on the Talk From Society uh, podcast commentary series. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, can't wait to do this again. We should do Under Siege 2. Uh, we should buy another box set together. I, you know what? I'm... I'm all right, look, I'm three beers deep, but because because there's because there's sixteen ounces, I'm like six normal beers deep. But and there's seven point three. What is wrong with me? Why did I buy these beers? Who cares? The people at home don't care. They just want content. So here's the thing. <laughs> if you asked me and James Barrett to do Under Siege Two with you, I would I would make it happen. I would. T- you I would, would make say it happen. <laughs> I would make it happen. And granted, James would probably say yes anyway because Under Siege Two is historically his favorite Seagal film. But like, yeah, dude, like fucking, this was fun, and I I really enjoyed this. And we bought a box set that we all shouldn't have bought, <laughs> and and I think that that's like super cool. Like that's not a thing that happens a lot. So, genuinely, to you two guys, I had such a great time talking to you guys tonight, and I w- I would I would most definitely do it again. Yeah, it, it it sounds like we had a big breakthrough today, and I'm happy for all of us. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think that's it. Unless you know, unless. <laughs> 
you know? Do you what? Do you know what my favorite bit is from from your guys' show? That IMDb trivia yeah. thing. Only because <laughs> I get a kick whenever I hear an episode or I think back to the episodes I recorded. I go to the IMDb page and it's still there. Those those bits of fake trivia are still there. So uh, is is Good is fun. the one for Under Siege still there that you guys made when you recorded that episode? That's a James question. I know oh. that this one is it has been removed. Our original trivia was that Erica Laniac, who was an actual Playboy centerfold, um, our trivia was that she used a fake name so Steven Seagal wouldn't know her actual name. <laughs> um, that was removed. That's too bad. Because yeah. I, I feel like there's a genuine chance that that was real trivia. <laughs> Just like if I'm being completely honest with you. Well, yeah. um, I mean, I'm with Dylan. This was certainly fun. We didn't really watch Under Siege. Uh, (laughs) I think that's probably why I had such a good time. Yeah. We'll just try again. We'll delete this and we'll just try it. (laughs) That's not going to happen. I'm not not deleting this at all. We'll just edit together the parts where we talk about Under Siege until we've talked about the whole movie. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, thanks for having us on. It was a good time. It was better than just sitting trying to talk about Steven Seagal movies that we watched in the past. Yeah. yeah. So Genuinely. what you're saying is I'll be the third host on your show. We can just uh, do commentaries for each and every Seagal movie, right? Is that what you're saying? Marcel, I think you would be the one who would hate that more than either of us. Yeah, I... Think I... That- <laughs> Halfway that through that sentence, for you. halfway through that, I regretted it. I regretted saying it. Um, so for, yeah. forget I said that. Please, please don't make me do that. Um, but if anybody's out there watching Steam Cigar movies, I'm happy. It's the two of you, Dylan and James. Uh, <laughs> That's awful. Why would you say that to us? <laughs> happy, happy Fourth of July. Uh, hey, yeah. And God bless America. And with that, <laughs> I'll say thanks for listening, folks. And we'll see you next time on another Talk Film Society commentary. Goodbye. Are you going to fade this out into the national anthem? Yes. Rest in peace, Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld died for the United States. I'm going to cut it off there. All right. What an absolute fucking <laughs> that was that was so much fun. That that podcast cost three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs>